MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Not even the most well-kept homes are immune to termites. So call Dodson Pest Control. With over 75 years of experience, they will make sure your home is looking good inside and outside your walls. Visit DodsonBROS.com to find an office near you. Dodson, the pest professionals you trust. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday. It is the 10th day of February. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An arrest has been made in the death of Jennifer Brown, a mom from Royersford who was reportedly missing after she never arrived to pick her son up from the bus stop last month. 33-year-old Blair Watts, who was a business associate of Brown and the last person to communicate her, communicate with her was taken into custody on Thursday morning. I called this the second I read this story. I'm like, this guy is the only one that's seen her. I'm like, yeah. he, he did it. I'm like, why are they not looking at him? But obviously they were. It's right. just an investigation. Right. Uh, Watts is charged with first-degree murder, third-degree murder, and other offenses. He is being held without bail. They went into detail at the news conference, so it's a pretty long story. I'll give you you know, as much detail as you want. But okay. uh, District Attorney Kevin Steele said investigators believe that Watts killed 43-year-old Brown and tried to cover up his tracks before reporting her missing on January 4th. Brown's body was found in a shallow grave outside of a Royersford business on January 18th. Steele said pieces of her broken hair clip were found in Brown's home and then also in the shallow grave leading investigators to believe that Brown was killed in her home. The DA said the coroner found Brown had three broken ribs and she appeared to have died of asphyxiation. There was no indication of gunshot or stab wounds, Steele said. The investigation began after Watts reported Brown missing on January 4th saying that she never arrived to get her 8-year-old son off of the school bus that afternoon. The boy had spent the previous night at Watts' home for a sleepover to, quote, give Brown a break, the DA said. Brown, who was described as an attentive and loving mother, uh, had not sent any clothing or the boys' necessary daily medications for him at the sleepover, Steele wow. said. According to investigators, Watts picked up Brown's son from the school, uh, the bus stop on January 3rd, telling the child uh, that his mom was at the grocery store and he was going for a sleepover. Oh, wow. Yeah, Watts and the boy wow. went, went to Brown's home while the child wait, waited in the <clears throat> car. Uh, detectives say that the boy noticed that Watts came out with his mom's personal cell phone. That's a cell phone that they still don't know where it is. So okay. they, so the boy said that um, he came out with his mom's cell phone. He knew it was hers because he recognized the picture on the lock screen because it was a picture of him. Uh, during the investigation, a cadaver dog indicated human remains were in the backseat of both Watts's car and his wife's car. Steele and Watts, uh, Steele said Watts and Brown went into a joint business venture to invest money into Watts's proposed restaurant, Birdie's Kitchen. Uh, they were planning to open a restaurant by late January in Phoenixville. Detectives say on that afternoon of January 3rd, two cash transfers were made to accounts that Watts controlled. Uh, one was for $9,000, a second for $8,000. Uh, and Steele says that the money was never part of a written agreement between the two. Uh, they also talked to the owner of the building where the restaurant was supposed to go, and they were. he, he said that they were talking with him, but there was no lease signed. And then <clears throat> sometime in January, uh, the owner of the building said, we're not doing this. We're not moving forward with it. <sighs> I wonder how deep this went. If this, if it, this was this guy's motivation the whole time to just get right. money, or get if money. it, or if it was, they did have some kind of a business agreement and right. it went sour, and then he changed. You know, and they, uh, 
And there's a lot of pictures of them together, happy and smiling and stuff. They yeah. weren't romantically linked or anything like well, that. Well, it says, this is the first that I had heard that he had a, a, a wife. So okay. it says um, that the remain that the, uh, the cadaver dog indicated that there were remains found in the backseat of both Watts's car and his wife's car. So I, I'm guessing no, but they're, they're, they didn't say anything about yeah. it if there was, you know, anything romantic between the two. Wow. I just keep thinking of the poor kid. Like, he goes yes. to school. He gets <laughs> no off idea. the bus. Yeah. Mom's friend's there to get him, yep. you know, and that's it. He'll never see her again yeah like just absolutely yeah and awful. the fact that he spent the evening with his mom's killer yes yeah, yeah. Oh, now he yeah. will have that for the rest of his life that's insane awful yeah. well what they do with this and in the earlier part of the story kathy they'll hold information obviously that they know uh and they use that to sort of nail down and refine their search and so that's what happens a lot of times is sometimes it'll seem that they're not on the like why aren't they talking to this guy they they they're targeting that person, but they need to collect the yeah, peripheral. Yeah, of course. Well, and a couple of um, uh, of reporters said I, I talked to a couple of people yesterday. I was you know just having a conversation about this, and a couple of the reporters from two different stations said that when they spoke to him because he was talking. Yeah. Um, one of them said he he kept saying I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and she was like I didn't. Didn't say you, you did it. I yeah. didn't say you did, and I didn't ask you. And she said he just repeatedly was saying that over and over again. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond revealed the locations of the 149 stores it's closing. The new list of closures comes just a week after it announced it was shuttering 87 other stores over the past several months. It has closed or is in the process of closing about 400 locations, which includes the closure of five Bye Bye Baby locations and 49 remaining Harmon Face Value stores. In total, the company is reducing the number of Bed Bath and Beyond stores from 760 to 360 with the company keeping its most profitable stores open in key markets. At its peak in 2017, uh, the storied brand had 1,552 stores open. The only one that we ever go to and I haven't been there a long time is the Metroplex and Plymouth meeting. Yes. Is it still there? No, that's been gone a while. Okay. That was one of my favorites. Didn't know. I yeah. did though use all the coupons they sent me to build a tool shed. <laughs> so yeah, seriously. over the years. Yeah. <laughs> The, this week's list includes closures in 13 new states that weren't included in last week's store closing list. The company, which is teetering dangerously close to bankruptcy, has avoided Chapter 11 for now by completing a complex stock offering that will give it an uh, immediate injection of $225 million in funds and a pledge for $800 million in the future to pay down its current debt load. Kathy, would it be better to refine the business model down to just bath? Eliminate the other two. Yeah, get rid of that. Yeah, and beyond. Yeah, just bad. Yeah. Uh, so the locations in the Philadelphia area, Bed Bath and Beyond plans to close in the coming weeks. They released this are uh, the location on Route 73 in Marlton, New Jersey, the King of Prussia location, which I thought was already closed, uh, but apparently it's not. And then uh, why a missing location on Paper Mill Road? So those are the three in our area. And they said they're keeping open. You know, the stores obviously that do well in key markets. I can't believe that King of Prussia. Come on. One of it's them. Most, one of the most lucrative um, malls in the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So more Bed Bath & Beyond closing. If you feel you don't have enough energy going into Super Bowl 57, I'm not sure who doesn't, but uh, Duncan is going to help with that. Duncan, the official coffee of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Preston and Steve show, uh, is offering all guests a free medium hot coffee all day on Saturday, February, le- February 11th, and all day on Sunday, February 12th. Uh, Duncan says the offer is valid at participating locations throughout the greater Philadelphia area. There is one limit per guest per day. And you can just walk, anybody walk in and get one. Nice. Anyone can walk in and get one, and no purchase is necessary, meaning that you get a free coffee without buying anything else, though wow. you can still get a Just donut any or Tom, Dick, or Harry? Yeah. Right? Just can walk into Dunkin' and get a free coffee. All right. Wow. No uh, dicks. No dicks. Just Tom's uh, yeah. and Harry's. Yeah. Yeah. Or Harry. Or Harry <laughs> dicks. <laughs> 
Duncan is said Harry to and Dix. Duncan is said to Harry. So Harry's and oh Dix. Oh my God! Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we have to refine it for FCC yeah. qualification. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Duncan is set to. Uh, I'll air- just even things out by saying vagina, Kathy. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure, I love that. Duncan is set to air a Super Bowl commercial, reportedly starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Has anybody seen this yet? I have not. Okay, no, I've just read about it. Uh, in honor of the big game, Wawa is also offering free coffee in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware stores Wawa. on <clears throat> Sunday up until kickoff, which is 6.30. There's a limit of one per customer, uh, and that offer includes self-serve coffee up to 24 ounces. In sports this morning. All sacks are yummy. beat the Edmonton Oilers 2-1 in an overtime shootout last night in South Philadelphia. James Van Riemsdyk and Morgan Frost scored in the shootout, and Carter Hart made 34 saves to lead the Flyers to the win. Kevin Hayes scored in regulation for the Flyers, who won for only the second time in the 11 games this season in a game that went into overtime or a shootout. The Flyers are at home again tomorrow afternoon with the game against the Nashville Predators. The puck will drop at 12.30. The Sixers traded uh, uh, Matisse Thybulle to the Portland Trailblazers as part of a three-way deal with the Charlotte Hornets. The Sixers are getting Jalen McDaniels in the deal, while the Hornets are receiving multiple second-round picks. McDaniels is playing well in his fourth NBA season, averaging a career-high in minutes at over 26 points with 10.6 and steals with 1.2. The Sixers lost two games in a row and are back home tonight with the game against the New York Knicks. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. And the Eagles continue to prepare for the Super Bowl when they'll take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Their quarterback, the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, won the league's MVP award last night at the NFL Honors Program. Mahomes got 48 of 50 first-place votes. The other two went to Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts and Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Overall, in the vote, Mahomes finished with 490 points and Hertz was second with 193. It was the second MVP award for Mahomes' career, making him only the 10th player ever to win the award twice. Mm. Kickoff for Super Bowl Sunday is at 6.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. So we've arrived on the final day of Casey's big game adventure. The uh, the guys arrived in and around the Phoenix area la- yesterday. Yes. Uh, and they were tooling around town, taking pictures, doing all kinds of stuff. I haven't had a chance to speak to anybody yet. Spend the night in Scottsdale. Uh, see how that went, but we will talk to them today, obviously with their mission at hand to uh, distribute the Philly things that we sent with them to bring the good juju yes. uh, to the stadium. <laughs> this is the full focus of the trip is yeah. to spread these good luck charms. Yeah, yeah I don't want to give too much away, but I think we're going to get some pretty cool access this morning, and uh, I want to thank Colleen Weaver. She works for the NFL. She's a listener of the President Steve Show. She actually works for NFL Films in New Jersey, and so she's out there, and uh, she and Casey and I were chatting last night, and I think it's going to be a pretty cool morning for wow, the nice. guys. And uh, also, Jackie's already awake. He said they're still in the hotel, but uh, they are awake, and uh, they're, you know, they're going to head out. Relatively early in Phoenix time, uh, probably within the hour or so. You know what's weird is that they're out doing all the driving and, and going into the middle of these godforsaken regions. We're, I feel exhausted back here. I'm oh, yeah. doing it. I, know. I, I chatted with <laughs> yeah. Casey yeah. Uh, for a little while last night, and, and they're tired. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been a long week. and um, It but kills you driving like that. It does, yeah. I, they're having a great time. Everybody's moved and spirits were really high, but they're uh, they're a bit tired. I'll tell you what, though. They they got in early yesterday, uh, can, can, you know, compared to the other days. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping... They got a good night's rest, yeah. 
And tonight, today's going to be easy and fun. Casey said this was by far the best Marriott, Marriott they've stayed in across Ooh. the country. It's, like, really luxurious. Uh, uh, Jackie was very excited that there were sweets. How many G-picks was he prompted to take you? <laughs> I haven't gotten any yet. We'll see. All right, so... He was uh, in his own room. I, don't, I think oh, that's only when yeah, he was yeah. with Casey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's uneventful when you're showing yourself. We'll find out the details from those guys. We'll check in with him uh, in a little bit and see how things are going. But uh, thanks to, uh, yes, Marriott and Duncan and Subaru and uh, everybody, hers, everybody who's been a part of the whole thing. Uh, you, so we'll be wrapping that up today. Do you know what happens, President? Is that when you talk to anybody about this, a lot of people are obviously following it and loving it. The, the quick turnaround, all the things that came into place, all the people that immediately said yes, like oh, the yeah. companies you just mentioned, yeah, like to make Super- this a reality, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, Subaru and Marriott specifically were yeah. like, yep, we're on board. Yep, we, we already did this a few months ago. We're ready to do it again. They're it's so amenable to all this stuff. We should ask them to buy us a fire truck. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah. All right why not? I mean, the answer is always no if right. you don't ask. So uh, we will not only be checking in with those guys throughout the course of the morning, but we have some really cool guests on the program, some in studio today. Allison Bree. And Dave Franco are going to be here in our studio. That's very cool. They're promoting this film, uh, Somebody Used to Know, which they wrote and Dave directs Allison in the movie. I watched it last night. And, oh, really? Yes, it's a rom-com. It's on Prime, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, it's um, it's very much in the vein of my best friend's wedding, but right. they tilt it. So okay. it's not what you're expecting. Nice. All right. Well, we will talk to those guys. They'll be here around 9 o'clock this morning. And then, as is our, our, our good luck charm, Michael Barkan. Yes. We'll be on the program. Is he calling us? Or no, he's, oh, he's gonna, in Phoenix. He's in Phoenix. He's yeah. going to Zoom. And uh, he, for, you know, a fair warning, Michael went to a cigar party <laughs> with Ron Jaworski last night. Oh, so uh, he was afraid that his... Um, might be a little raspy. Oh, man, I could imagine Michael waking up, rolling over his arm hits Ron Jaworski <laughs> right. back. What he's, did I do? He's raspy even if he got a great night's yeah, sleep the night true. before, so we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot to get to today, and we're excited about the weekend. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is up with a stupid question. And let's see. Uh, yeah, that and, yes. and more this morning on the President and Steve Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The other day, I, I, I seriously considered changing my my catchphrase I've used at the end of the show for 25 years from Rage On to keep it in neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just <clears throat> replacing it with that. I like it. I, I like love that it. you're running them concurrently, and let's see if it really does feel comfortable, because it, it might be hard to let go of... 
oh. rage on. I don't want to rage even... anymore. I just want to keep it in neutral. <laughs> oh, no. no way. There's no way. Listen, if you forget one day, like sometimes I'll get an email that says, "Can you re- Preston didn't say it today? Is everything okay?" <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. How I'll does consider. one spell nooch? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's it's neutral. N e u. Oh. But oh, it sounds. It would look more phonetically be n o o c h. Yeah. yeah. Nooch. Keep nooch. it in nooch. But it is neutral. It's neutral yeah. is what it's short right, for. Yeah. So. Nutch. I don't know. Yeah. If you if we did n u t c h, it'd be nutch. It, it would look like nutch. I will think about that. All right, so I'm going to ask a stupid question, and we're going to try to get an answer from you and give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is coming up February 24th through the 26th, Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, I'll do another question. Uh, This is a um, Black History Month question. Our buddy Craig Legans sent these to me. This is an interesting one. L. Michael Gray provided the singing voice for what famous Saturday morning cartoon character? L. Michael Gray. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. L. Michael Gray provided the singing voice for what famous Saturday morning cartoon character? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go through birthdays while we wait for your answer. Today is the 10th day of February. Laura Dern has her birthday today. Ding, dirty, dirty, dern. Ding, dirty, dern is 56 years old. She's been in some great stuff. She has. Uh, Jurassic Park being yeah. a big one for her. Uh, I watched the last Jurassic Park film, uh, Nick, uh, on your recommendation. Yeah, what'd you think? Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's not, okay. It's not great. But it's not remotely great. I yeah. think it's better than the second one. Yeah. And she's in it. Uh, Blue Velvet, Wild at, Wild at Heart, both some pretty interesting. Yes. Are those both John Waters movies? Uh, uh, the the Blue, Blue Velvet? Velvet is David Lynch, I think. David, oh, that's Lynch. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. And you guys see uh, Marriage Story uh, with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. I did yeah, not. That was really good. Was yeah. she the sister or like the? She's like the lawyer, the PR person, okay. and oh. she has this monologue, this speech in it that is just unbelievable. It lasts like a, a minute and a half, and it's just it's really well delivered. Is she talking to the Soviet Union and and? Uh, that's Rocky Four. Right oh, for a boxing okay. match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same basic premise. I know you don't like me much, but I don't like you none much either. <laughs> how about this marriage that's in trouble? She's 56 today. Uh, Greg Norman, uh, the great white shark, uh, pro golfer, 68 years old today. He's taking, the... he's taking a firm stand on the controversy of the PGA versus the Live League, and he's on the Live side. Who's the dude? Well, okay, I'm thinking of the wrong dude then. There was a guy walking on the beach. Who no, has, that's him. That's Greg Norman? Yeah. He's, he's a massive number, number one, he's an amazing shape. He's yeah. 68 years old, but you can see the imprint of a gigantic penis <laughs> in his shorts. The great yeah. white shark in his pants. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, but he's a great golfer and great personality. But he's he's definitely split some uh, people down the middle with uh, in the in the world of golf with his uh, stance on this live stuff. He is sixty eight today. Mark Spitz, ah, uh, yeah, uh, the one of the greatest swimmers of all time, yeah. one of the greatest Olympians of all time, uh, celebrates his seventy third birthday today. He won seven gold medals. At the 1972 Munich Olympics. He does commercials now for some sort of, um, you know, like ble- Blue Emu or something like that. Does he? Water Emu, maybe. Okay. 73 today. Uh, George Stephanopoulos, uh, host of ABC's This Week Sunday Morning News Shows, is 62 today. You had dinner next to him, didn't I you? Did. Local story, an encounter with fame. Jack's Firehouse. I was at oh, uh, right. dinner with some friends, and he was sitting with... Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes, thank you, Nick. Yeah. I couldn't remember. But yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Preston, come on over. <laughs> came walking by our table, and the guy, the, the friend that we were with, he was like, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm like, get out of here. I turn over, and he goes and sits down. I'm like, that's George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> and we were having dinner together. I probably told this story a dozen times, but uh, I saw him at a beach bar in St. John oh, and the yeah. U.S. Virgin Islands, and he was wearing wingtips. <laughs> like, wow. George, wow. I see that much. You can relax, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> He's 62. 
Uh, Robert Wagner from Heart to Heart, Mr. Hart. Um, Austin Powers. Yeah, he had he had a nice little comeback in Austin Powers. Wasn't wasn't he the one the diabolical mind behind the creation of Starbucks? Uh, oh, yes. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's right. Uh, but uh, he goes way back to other TV shows and, and movies throughout the years. He did that show, It Takes a Thief. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. yeah. They, 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 the government hired him. He was a master thief. Yeah. And they used his uh, abilities. Uh, he's 93 years old today. Wow. wow. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, the great. She is, uh, she's wonderful. I mean, uh, comedy and drama. I mean, without question, she can handle both of those, no problem. That cocaine bear comes out at the end of the month. I'm yeah. very excited for that. She was saying, I saw an, an article, but I, I didn't get a chance to read it, but the headline was like, she took a big, big risk on taking on cocaine bear. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, that's that's her next big project. That's her yeah. from 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> but uh, Seabiscuit, she's in the Spider-Man universe. She's great in Seabiscuit. Yeah. I mean, you believe she's a horse. No, she doesn't play the horse. Oh. She plays and the wife. Pitch Perfect, didn't she? Oh, like, my God. Directed yeah. it and yeah. starred in it. Yeah, she's excellent. In she also movies. hosts the TV show. Um, oh, um, um, no, no whammy, lose, no whammy. Win, win, lose, or draw. No, um, press your luck. Press your luck. Yeah, that is by far the dumbest of the shows. <laughs> but they have incredible prizes on that yep, thing. They do. She's forty nine today. Uh, actress Emma Roberts, niece of Julia Roberts. Um, things like uh, Screen Queen. She was Nancy Drew yeah. as well. She was in uh, Nickelodeon's Unfabulous. Uh, she is 32 today. Well, who, wait, so who are her parents? Um, is Eric her dad, I think? Is Eric, is Eric her, her dad? And Al Gore. Yeah. And Al Gore yeah. is oh, her like, surrogate father. My two dads, based <laughs> on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a really touching story. <laughs> he was talking about her when he was in here. Yeah, she. I think she does not... I think Julia Roberts does not have a great relationship with Eric, but has a relationship with Emma. This just in. The rumor is that relationship is now good. It's between, been repaired? Yes. Okay. Between Julia and Eric Roberts. Uh, Emma is 32 today. Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, who is amazing in the Kick-Ass <laughs> movies. Love her. Uh, she also did a turn as Carrie in the remake of that. Uh, she what is, you think of that? Um, it was pretty good. I don't think they portrayed her as uh, put down enough as uh, as and she also sissy space yeah, was. She's not homely by any, or, right. you know. And uh, but they did include the thing with the rocks. The rocks the, the, is it, Carrie. In, in from what I understand, in the book, and I, I read the book years ago, and I thought I remembered this: boulders and rocks, dude. Oh. In the book. She destroys the whole freaking like, town. levels, and that that's that's in the movie. It's crazy yeah. because in in the book, it's from a, they they keep referencing. Um, they called it the White Commission because uh, her name was Carrie White. Like, right. There, there was a senatorial commission that was formed, and they're having proceedings to find out what the hell happened. Like it was. That's cool. Like, the whole town. Went yeah. Up. It, it's pretty. It's it's a really good book. I, did I ever tell you guys? I, I should probably give you the list. I'll have to put it together. But when I was a kid, I would have my birthday parties would consist of. Sw- I had a summer birthday. We would swim uh, in my aunt and uncle's backyard, and then we would have a sleepover at my house. And my mom would let me pick movies. One of the movies as kids was uh, Carrie. Oh my god. And another was <laughs> wait. Another was whatever happened to Baby Jane? Oh wow! What the hell are you picking? Disturbing. Steve, I I have a whole list of these movies, and they were all like extremely disturbing movies. And I'm like, it doesn't seem like your style. And like people would send their kids over to my parents' <laughs> house, and my parents would like let us watch these horrifying movies. Wow! <laughs> wow! All right, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is 26 today. 
Uh, actress uh, Yara Shahidi, who is from uh, Blackish and Grownish, is yes. 23 today. A lovely young girl. Uh, Steve, another, youngly lung, lovely, another young, lovely girl is Karen Fukuhara. Very who, youngly, lovely. Uh, youngly, lovely. Uh, in The Boys, she, she plays Kamiko. She's great. Great character. Uh, in Suicide Squad, she was Katana for a moment, and then... That went away. I love that character. I love both yeah. those characters. I can't wait for the boys to return. Yeah, she's and, a... Uh, yes. She's a badass, A, in the boys, and B, um, she's the complete opposite of that character. Completely outgoing, completely gregarious. Yeah. yeah. She's 31 today. And then the last birthday I have is uh, producer, director, writer, Vince Gilligan. He brought you a little thing called Breaking Bad. His track uh, record in Better Call Saul. And some X-Files stuff as well, yeah. So he's uh, done pretty damn good. <laughs> There's a Breaking Bad commercial uh, that's out right now with oh Aaron God. Paul and, and uh, uh, Brian Cranston that's hilarious. I agree. Uh, he is 56 years old today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. Uh, L. Michael Gray provided a singing voice for what famous Saturday morning cartoon character? 215263 WMMR. It is Mike that we are going to go to. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Awesome, Mike. Uh, can you tell me who uh, L. Michael Gray provided the singing voice for? I'm going to try. I thought it was Fat Albert. You're correct, yeah. sir. Fat Albert. Hang on, Mike. We're going to say, yeah, bud, you just got yourself from... we got a lot of things going on here. Where's this music coming from? Oh, it's right there. All right. Uh, so we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets. That's him. For the Philly Home and Garden Show. Uh, February 24th through 26th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks, PA. Three days only to shop, compare, save uh, with local trusted experts. And you can buy tickets early and save at phillyhomeandgarden.com. Hey, pay attention. I'll teach you how to seduce the women using over-the-counter pharmaceuticals. Oh, my God. <laughs> the underlying tone of that whole show. We never knew it. My God. All right, so we had this announcement uh, late in yesterday's show, but legendary songwriter Burt Bacharach passed away uh, yesterday. He was 94 years old. No cause of death announced. Uh, Burt Bacharach and his songwriting partner, the late da- uh, Hal David, yes. uh, met singer Dionne Warwick while they were working on a session for the Drifters, and she became their go-to singer for demos. Eventually, they wrote and produced... 20 top 40 hits for Warwick alone, seven of which hit the top 10, and among their landmark songs were Say a Little Prayer, Walk On By, and I'll Never Fall In Love Again. But he had a host of other hits as well. Uh, those two together uh, had uh, songs for Herb Alpert, uh, number one, This Guy's In Love With You. I love that song. They wrote Tom Jones' What's New Pussycat, uh, Gene Pitney's The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, Jackie Del Shannon's "What the World's Need," what the world needs now is love. B.J. Thomas's "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head," and Dusty Springfield's "The Look of Love." We have a, a smattering of clips. If you want to hear any of those, Preston, they, there's a little mini uh, montage with Birch and Dion Warwick. I think it's a live concert. Okay. Do you know the way to San 
And after they broke up, he split with David. Uh, Backrack scored songwriting hits with his wife, Carol Bayer Sager, uh, including Christopher Cross's Arthur's Theme, The yes. Best You Can Do, Neil Diamond's Heartlight, Roberta Flack's Making Love, Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald's On My Own, and Dion and Friends. God, person, I have such great memories of Heartlight. Uh, Dion and Friends, that's what friends are for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Heartlight yeah. was uh, about E.T. That is correct. It was yeah, from the me. movie E.T. I'm happy that you... Yeah, uh, we're no sad, bro. We're here to say... <laughs> Not as we're remembering these songs. Yeah. Nothing but good stuff. Uh, and, of course, he did uh, Always Something There for remind, to Remind Me. Great. Uh, Naked Eyes covered that, and that was a huge hit, obviously. Here's one from uh, the Butch Cassidy Sundance and Sundance Kids Spore. Raindrops keep uh, falling on my head. back memories. Raindrops are falling on my head. Great song. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head, they keep falling. So I just did me some talking to Great song. We, Great uh, song. we sing it, raindrops keep falling, I'm on a protopod. <laughs> Well, everybody's got their yeah. interpretations of that song. Oh, that was a big hit. Huge. Um, and uh, this is That's What Friends Are For, which is uh, an awesome song. What well. friends are for. If that doesn't get you a little bit, right? <laughs> so it's, it's Dion Warwick, it's Elton John, Nixon, yeah. I'm sorry, and who, who, Gladys was, uh, Knight. And Dee Snyder. And Dee Snyder. <laughs> yeah. No, Gladys Knight and one more person, one I can't pips. remember who. Uh, no, it wasn't one of the pits. Yes, it's Pit Freak. <laughs> uh, Pit Freak, our friend who did <laughs> right, the yeah. uh, huh. multiple piercings here in the studios. Uh, Nick is looking Rod, that up. Oh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart. Rod yeah. Stewart, yes. Okay. My mom cries profusely every time. <laughs> really? And she says, like, blubber cry, and she sings that, sound, oh, that song at the top of her head, at the top of her voice. It's, it's uh, She loves it. It's one of her all-time faves. Wait, hold on. No, that was... It Rod was Dee Snyder? There was Rod... No, oh. it was Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's right. Rod, yes. Rod Stewart did a version of that. Uh, here Wait, we go. so who... Okay. Dionne Warwick, Elton John, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder's playing that harmonica-type okay. thing. Yes. And, uh, yeah, those were the uh, the vocalists on that okay. song. So, uh, But then Rod Stewart did his own version of that. It might have been on, like, one of his unplugged albums with or something, which was great. With Dharma. Uh, from uh, Blowy Chagall. <laughs> Had no idea. Wow. Uh, Backrack won three Oscars yeah. for the music that he did for movies. Uh, he was nominated for three more for films including uh, Arthur, Butch Cassidy, and Sundance Kid, Alfie, and Casino Royale as well. Do you remember the Martini and Rossi commercial he did with Angie Dickinson? Yeah, I remember the commercials. So yes. I remember that one yeah. in particular. To Martini and Rossi on the rocks, say yes. yes. Did he write that, Isla? I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm say yes. at the time of his death, uh, Backrack and uh, Elvis Costello, along with Emmy Award nominated writer and two and a half men creator Chuck Lorre, were currently collaborating on a Broadway adaptation of Backrack and Costello's 1998 album Painted from Memory. Great album. Which an eye toward, with an eye towards a Broadway run. Uh, no opening date or location has been announced as of yet. Uh, Backrack and Costello had recently released a collection of their collaborations titled Songs of Backrack and Costello. Uh, Bert, by the way, was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. Uh, and as a child, he moved to Queens, New York by the age of 12. He studied cello, drums, and piano, although at the time he hated it. Uh, he had hoped to play pro football, but was <laughs> considered, uh, considered too small uh, for the game. 
And uh, he's a good looking dude. Uh, while in the army, he played uh, piano at the Officers Club on Governor's Island in New York Harbor, and and uh, concerts at Fort Dix, New Jersey. And later became the accompanist for the legendary Marlene Dietrich. Uh, so he had a long, long history in the world of music and uh, brought us some really great stuff and had a nice long life passing away at the age of 94 years old. Pamela Anderson reportedly believes that Tommy Lee is still her one true love. And text what? from the former Baywatch yeah. babe to her currently married ex recently surfaced on TikTok in the messages. Anderson tells Lee that it was really the paparazzi that tore them apart and that she never recovered from their breakup. Uh, Sources uh, close to her told TMZ that she's not trying to break up his marriage. She's just trying to express gratitude for their history. However, the outlet reports that friends of Tommy say that she's trying to break the couple up (laughs) and that Lee wants nothing more than for his ex to move on because the messages are very triggering for him and his current wife, Brittany Furland. Uh, didn't that show though? The, whatever the the Netflix, the Netflix documentary. Didn't that indicate that he w- didn't really treat her all that well? Uh, well, if you tra- so you're talking about the the fictionalized the account, the, the, the document. So the documentary on Netflix, where she's the one leading you through her history. Okay, no, I meant the other one. The okay, show. no, he yeah. So the big divide was is that he wasn't seeing the impact that that sex tape getting like that sex tape bolstered his image. Because he's a rock star, right? And she was, she really was devastated by it. That's why she refused any payment for it. And that was one of the big splits in the Netflix uh, series. She says a couple of times that Tommy Lee was the one and only for her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving on, Noah Schnapp from uh, Stranger Things. His grandfather sent him a heartwarming message following his public coming out on January fifth. According to E! News, uh, he shared his grandfather's text message in a now-deleted TikTok on Wednesday. And it read, Hey, Noah, I became aware today of your public announcement that you are gay. I just want you to know that I love you the same, and I'm happy for you to be open and to be yourself. Just be proud of who and what you are. Iris and I are supportive of your honesty, uh, of you. Of your honesty and ability to express your true self. Love you to the moon and back. He also included $5 because he was getting good grades. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice, too. Uh, speaking of grades, isn't he taking classes or wasn't he taking classes Pen? as a pen? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think yeah, he is. I don't know. Hey, because I remember there was that video posted of them him going nuts when yeah. they accepted him. Uh, Schnapp told the world that he was gay last month by posting a TikTok with the text saying, when I finally told my friends and family I was gay after being scared <laughs> in the closet for 18 years and all they said was, we know. <laughs> That's cool. Good for him. Uh, no topic is off limits for Kristen Bell's children, apparently. Uh, the Frozen star shares that her nine, her eight and nine-year-old daughters uh, with uh, Dak Shepard and recently told Real Simple that she hates the word taboo. She explained, I know it's shocking, but I talk to my kids about drugs and the fact that their daddy is an addict and he's in recovery. And we also talk about sex. Ooh, so she says uh, they should watch the movie Taboo. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I wonder if that might be off limits. <laughs> my Maybe. guess is yes. We don't dabble in incest as much. <laughs> wow. But if you really like sis. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin is facing another lawsuit related to the Rust shooting of uh, Helena Hutchins. A deadline reports that attorney Gloria Aldred has filed a negligence and battery civil action on behalf of Hutchins' uh, Ukrainian-based parents and sister. Uh, Aldred announced Thursday 
We filed a lawsuit uh, today in Los Angeles Superior Court against Alec Baldwin, Russ Producers, Armour, uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, uh, First Assistant Director David Halls, and other defendants who may have been responsible for the death of Helena Hutchins. Why do I have a feeling that this case and cases associated with this case will be going on for many years to come? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they probably will. Jennifer Lopez poked a little fun at her husband's miserable Grammy appearance on social media yesterday. Uh, the Mary Me actress shared the newly released trailer for Ben Affleck's film Air and added the words, my husband's happy face at the start of the clip. <laughs> so kind of busting on him a little bit about I'm the whole so sick of this thing. Grammy I hate thing. the Grammys. Get me out of here. I watched the trailer you sent over from the movie Air. Yeah. Looks interesting. It does. Yeah, it's yeah. about it's about Air Jordans. Yeah, yeah. Essentially yeah. in the Nike thing, which is uh there's obviously a lot of material there. I've really come to uh like Matt Damon as a uh as a, as an actor. The Ford versus Ferrari movie is, oh, is a perennial. Excellent. I'll watch it every time it's on. It's a great film. And the two of them together on screen. They're Affleck, excellent. Affleck and uh yeah, uh, ben, Matt Matt Affleck. Matt Affleck and Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, is it? I, I wonder what the last film they were in together was. Maybe Dogma. Maybe or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. No, I think that was it. The yeah. Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back is when they parodied yeah. Goodwill Hunting. It's hunting season. Yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> I don't like them apples. <laughs> uh, it I is like a- it. They're self-deprecating too. Yeah. That helps. Idris Elba has stopped referring to himself as a black actor because he felt the label was too restrictive. Uh, he told Esquire UK, as humans, we are obsessed with race. And that obsession can really hinder people's aspirations, hinder people's growth. He said racism should be a topic for discussion, sure. Racism is very real. But from my perspective, it's only as powerful as you allow it to be. I like that, Idris Alba. He said, I stopped describing myself as a black actor when I realized it put me in a box. We got to grow, and we've got to. Our skin is no more than that. It's just skin. And then he said, rant over. Rantlers. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, did you see that movie? It was just on again. He did with Kate Winslet where they, they crash in the mountains, um, and uh, they he's he's got to help get her through to survive. It's a survival film. Uh-uh. But it's really well done. Yeah. And I don't know why they didn't get more, um, more accolades or more huh. attention. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Titanic. Oh, no, that's uh, a wholly different oh. film. Uh, Adam Devine, I like this, recently told a uh, a podcast that he was on that he had to speak out about Adam Levine's cheating scandal because of a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> the Pitch Perfect Star said Wednesday, I was getting so many people that were just DMing me being like, how effing dare you? <laughs> And then, uh, and then they, uh, and then you look at their page, and I'm like, that person does not follow me. They have no idea. Uh, they are not workaholics fans, and they have not seen my movies. They truly were a Maroon Five fan, and now they hate me on accident. He said I was getting legitimately hundreds of DMs about this. Yeah, there, there, there's that group. Yeah, Adam Driver, Adam, Adam Divine, Divine. Adam Levine. And Adam Levine was cheating on the wife whose name is Bahati, right? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, so that was the big thing he had he had been now it wasn't there was never any confirmation that there was anything that had gone on past flirtatious right. tweets, right? right. Or from, or texts. From what I understand. It's hard to keep what, up on this what he crap. Explained. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh let's see. This is interesting. Uh Han Solo's blaster from the original Star Wars trilogy became the most expensive prop g- prop gun ever sold wow. at auction when it fetched a price of one million fifty seven thousand five hundred dollars. 
Uh, the blaster, known officially in Star Wars lore as a Blast Tech DL-44 heavy blaster, was one of three wield- wielded by actor Harrison Ford during the filming of uh, Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. Uh, Illinois-based Rock Island Auction said the blaster is the only one of the three to survive to the modern day. Is that the one that's used to kill Greedo? I don't know. Uh, not really sure which in the film right. uh, this one is. Uh, the prop was modeled after a German-made Mauser C96 dating to World War One, and utilized parts from a World War II era MG81 machine gun as well as an early 20th century uh, Henseld Wetzler rifle scope. In the world of fictional weapons in movies, uh, any stand out to you as looking extra cool? I love the um, the the uh, machine guns in Aliens. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah, they're Especially awesome. Especially when it's mounted to your side right, like right, that. Right, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool ones. And, and if you, uh, I, I would have to stop and think about it for a minute. But I, I, I like the um, uh, the handguns in uh, the Kingsman series. Yes, that have yeah. the shotgun cartridge in them. Uh, you have, uh, RoboCop's RoboCop pistol. pistol is awesome. <laughs> there's a lot of really good discussion. Put yes. a pin in that. Let's All come right. back to that at some point because that's a great discussion. Uh, a couple more things before we move on to clips and such. Uh, let's see. What's breaking in the news scene in entertainment? You, you got your finger on the pulse. Deadline reports that Mad Men alum uh, John Slattery will direct his former co-star John Hamm in Maggie Moore's, uh, Maggie Moore's, I guess that's the name of it, or Maggie Moore. Uh, the film reunites Hamm and his 30 Rock girlfriend Tina Fey for a true crime thriller about a small-town police chief investigating the murder of two murdered women with the same name. Slattery is the actor who played um, uh, Stark Sr. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I know him. Uh, so, But he's going to be directing in this. Anybody cool. see the uh, the Fletch remake with John Hamm? I watched a little part of it. What'd yeah. you think? Um, it wasn't enough to keep me going, okay, I need to stay here and watch this because it didn't seem jokey enough to okay. me. You know what I mean? But I, I haven't given it a fair shake, uh, Nick, so I can't really comment on that. John Slattery's in that as well, and th- those two have great uh, screen chemistry. I just I don't know if it was um, worth it. I, and the, the first one, you know, the, the original is so revered in my brain, yeah. um, and I like both of those actors. I guess I'll give it a shot at some point. I just needed a recommendation. It keeps coming up, and I keep Does it? rolling over right. it. Goes, oh, I got to get. I gotta see that. I got to see that, but yeah. I haven't committed yet. Uh, this I still cool. have a lot of reality housewife shows. <laughs> sure, <tonight>. sure. <laughs> Potomac and yeah, yeah. Whatnot. This is cool. Colin Hanks and Ryan Reynolds are working on a John Candy documentary for Amazon Prime Video. Awesome. Uh, Variety reports that uh, Hanks has been quietly directing the film, which is produced by uh, Reynolds via his Maximum Effort production company. Uh, the documentary is being made with the full support of Candy's widow Rose and their two children, Jen and Chris. Uh, Hanks will utilize never-before-seen home videos. Archives and interviews with family to explore the man behind the movie star. Uh, John Candy was awesome. Unbelievable. If you uh, look back at some of that stuff. Uh, hilarious, but also there are some really incredible, like, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles touching moments. Yes. You know, he could really bring that part of it, too. Yep. Even then, an Uncle Buck. <clears throat> then one last thing. Uh, RuPaul's drag, pra- drag Race is returning to nine episodes next month. MTV shortened the episode's length to, uh, episode lengths to 60 minutes. After the season 15 premiere, however, the show announced on its Instagram page that it will return to its original runtime uh, on, it says here, Marcy 10th. Marcy 10th. Yes. Yes, it's the new month they just added. <laughs> Marcy 10th. I have to get my upgrade calendar, Preston, because I still have 12 months. No, you need to get yeah. Marcy in there. Oh, my God. All right, so um, I didn't get any movies opening this weekend. I sent it to you. Oh. I'll send them uh, again. Hold on. Yeah, you wait right there. 
Don't you go nowhere. <laughs> and Marissa, that means we need our, our you know, the Friday morning. Um, I have no idea what Casey has that labeled as. Listen, it's a big um, pyrotechnic audio thing he puts together. Let me send this over to you right now. Right. It's going to be coming. You'll be looking at it. It'll come in on what they call electronic mail. All right. I have my electronic mail. All right. Do you have your electronic mail reader unit. open? All right. The unit is open. All right. I'm putting in what is known as your email address. Okay. Uh, there we go. And uh, I'll So just, Marissa's looking for this, uh, this intro. I'll resend it again, and it should be coming over in a second because it's using the power of electricity <laughs> to deliver it. While you guys are stalling, I uh, want to give you a quick update. Uh, Casey and crew are on the way to the uh, stadium. They should be there in the next 10 minutes or so. So at the beginning of the next break, we should be able to talk to them live from State Farm Stadium nice. in Glendale, Arizona. All right, let's try this out. Here we go. There it is. So we'll start with this Magic Mike's Last Dance comedy drama starring Channing Tatum, Selma Hayek, uh, Caitlin Gerard, and it's uh, the the plot is Magic Mike Lane takes to the stage again after a lengthy hiatus following a business deal that went bust, leaving him broke and taking bartender gigs in Florida for what he hopes will be one last hurrah. Mike heads to London with a wealthy socialite who lures him with an offer he can't refuse. Uh, it's an hour and 52 minutes long. Rated R, wide release. Rotten Tomato score, a 47%. Did you uh, catch the Magic Mike movies, Kathy? Was no. that anything yet interesting? Nope, I didn't get into it. They're pretty funny. Matthew McConaughey's in them. He's right. great. He's in the first one. Um, okay, just the yeah. first one. I didn't see the second one. It's, it's more than just... The dancing and all. There's storyline to it. It's pretty cute. Uh, second is Your Place or Mine. It's a rom-com. Stars Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher, and Steve Zahn. Uh, Debbie and Peter are best friends and total opposites. She craves routine with her son in L.A. He thrives on change in New York. When they swap houses and lives for a week, they discover what they think they want might not be what they really need. Uh-huh. Hour and 49 minutes long, rated PG-13 in theaters and streaming on Netflix today. Rotten Tomato score gives it a 43%. And then finally, Somebody I Used to Know. It's a rom-com starring Allison Brie, Jay Ellis, and Kiersey Clemens. Workaholic TV producer Allie faces a major professional setback, which sends her running to the comforts of her hometown. She spends a whirlwind evening reminiscing with her first love, Sean, and starts to question everything about the person she has become. Uh, Things only get more confusing when she discovers Sean is getting married to Cassidy, whose confidence and creative convictions remind Allie of who she used to be. Mm. Uh, It's a running time of an hour and 46 minutes. Rated R. It's uh, streaming on Amazon Prime today. Rotten Tomato score seventy three percent. That's a good one. Yes, and both Allison Brie and uh, Dave Franco will be in our studio this morning around nine o'clock to talk about that very movie. Love it. Yep, which is cool. So, all right, that's our last bit of the entertainment report. What about clips? Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! You're I, so swept away and no sad, bro. I completely yeah. forgot. All right. Love is Blind, After the Altar, returns for a third season following the couples uh, after they said, I do or I don't. Your contestant, Raven, owns up to working out in a pod while on a date in the pod. I can totally see where people are coming from, but for me, like... 
you're in the pods for hours. You don't get to see every moment that we're in there because we're in there for days on end. And so sometimes you just need a little bit of pep in your step. I don't I don't want I don't think I want to see it. Love is blind after the altar returns to Netflix on Monday. <laughs> that was crap. All right, next clip. The Outwaters sharpens new edge on the found footage genre. And here, director Robbie Banfitch compares his film editing to that of his favorite reality show. Real Housewives trailer, the Outwaters teaser, and the Outwaters trailer are literally the same thing. Um, When you see a Housewives trailer, they give you a lot, but they always leave some mystery. Like, we still don't know how Heather got her black eye still, and the season's over. Shut the f*** I think there's a couple of people in that clip. It seems to be, but it is a a horror. We love the found footage stuff, Preston. Yeah, and uh, I was reading some reviews and watching the trailer for this, and supposedly it's kind of like a groundbreaking uh, uh, take on found footage from what Uh, I've read. I'm down with that. Uh, So The Outwaters is in theaters now, supposed to have some kind of a different flavor to it as far as As found footage stuff goes. As long as there's sort of the essence of a real housewives in there, I'm I'm on board. You're on board. I love that. That's your jam. That's my jam. All right. Right? Yeah. You know what? Let me go back to the beginning of that clip. Hang on a second. Real Housewives. Right? (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Shut up. I'm talking. I'm talking. Shut up. Right? All right. Get in your box. Oh, man. All right. Friday morning, the last day of Casey's big game adventure. The guys are up and moving around. We are going to take a break. We are going to come back, and we are going to find out how they're doing with the mission at hand today, and that is, you know it's a Philly thing, and we're going to place those Philly things, part of the stupid station of this entire trip. All yes. Right? We're going to place those items around the stadium uh, to create a uh, like a, a, a border of goodness around there, of, of good juju. I've described it. If you've ever seen any sort of a demon movie or a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, when they want to protect themselves, yes. they surround themselves with a, a line of salt on yeah. the floor. We're going to protect the Eagles by putting this memorabilia and this stuff that means a lot, these Philly things, around the Super Bowl. Yeah, we hope that's going to happen. So we'll see if they can uh, handle the mission at hand. We'll take a quick break and come back with that and more. Beautiful sunrise. Looking at a beautiful day, too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? Blink 182. Smashing Pumpkins. Bowl Beat. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right. As it has been for the past several days, when we check in with the gang, Casey's Big Game Adventure... They're bathed in green light at this time of day because it's much earlier in the morning than it is here. I wonder how many police reports have been filed because of this weird vehicle <laughs> with flashing green lights inside. West Coast time is 5.23 a.m. And we now check in with Casey's Big Game Adventure with Cuz and Jackie and Kyle. Good morning, gentlemen. That's what friends are for, <laughs> Preston. A beautiful tribute it's to gorgeous. Bert Act this morning. All right, so you guys are up and moving, and uh, that's great to see because, I mean, you, you got in at a, at a decent hour yesterday, and uh, did you guys get a good night's rest last night, Case? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we all got different nights rest. Uh, I think Jackie Bam Bam, what time did you fall asleep? Like 6 p.m.? No, like 7.30. Okay. Wow. Yeah, oh, my so gosh, they're bed, exhausted. Like, like a good boy. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Anthony and Kyle and I went and grabbed a bite to eat. And, you know, we just chill. Like, it, it, like I didn't get to bed as early as I think I would have liked, but I didn't do anything last night. What, you know okay. what I mean? Like, what? chill, dude. It was this was another nice. uh, Anthony discovery as far as restaurants? He's been the culinary guide on this uh, sojourn. Actually, it was Casey Boy's turn, and Casey found us. When you guys were talking about the menu yeah. yesterday, I, I, I've been dying for a burger ever since I watched that movie a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and Casey found a rehab burger that was unbelievable. So I got to give Casey Boy all the credit for yesterday. All yesterday. right, nice. Well, <laughs> Guys, what's the vibe like out there? Are there birds fans? Are there yeah. uh, cheese fans? Like, I remember when I went out there in the fall and every restaurant was taken over by fans. And now I imagine it's like that double. Yeah, it's awesome, right? So all you see is red and green. It's <laughs> like Christmas, right? And when we, we see our Eagles people. It's like, go birds! And then people freak out. How about we were walking yeah. to the restaurant last night? And we were taking pictures with people, and it's awesome. And then we see the Chiefs people, we're going, Eagles! <laughs> uh, have you guys run into a, a fair amount of uh, Philadelphians that have uh, made the trip out there? Fun. Yeah. Fun of Philadelphians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll, you know, be able to do more of that. But, like, they, it was just so funny. Like, everybody's, like, not, like, closet Eagles fans. Like, when we, we had to go get credentials for um, – uh, for for media row, you know the guy who who got us our credentials, you know, nice guy, blah blah blah. And then I ended up seeing him a couple of seconds later. We were both in the bathroom together. He goes, "Yo, I'm an Eagles fan." <laughs> <laughs> he has to be quiet about it. Yeah, but you know what, Case? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if they're not told, like like you know, people who are officially working there, if they're not told to just kind of stay neutral. Well, yeah, and remember, you know, Arizona is such a transient place Yeah, that you got people from everywhere, fans from about everywhere. So, yeah, and and I think, like, you know, you're supposed to be kind of neutral. But, man, it's amazing. I go Eagles over Chiefs. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, I go 60-40 Eagles. Wow. That's that's very good. I love seeing that that kind of representation is taking place. But as you guys have been doing, you've been sort of ambassadors of goodwill spreading the love, and it sounds like there's a good, um, robust sort of fun uh, competitiveness, but nothing has gotten out of hand so far, correct? No. No, 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 no. We, no. we ate dinner basically next to Chiefs fans, right? Yeah. yeah, and we had a nice time talking to those guys. Uh, you know, it was a couple of dads and their sons, and you know, we had a nice conversation with them. And like, yeah, the vibe here is, um, is definitely jovial. Good. You know, like, on, on all parts. Well, you figure it's going to pick up. I mean, I have a bunch of friends that are going out to the game, and they're all leaving today and tomorrow. So it's going to pick up even more yeah. with people coming out. Did you see the footage of the people at the uh, Philly airport that were leaving yesterday? Yes. I yeah. saw them chanting on the plane. That was pretty wild. Yeah, it's going to get a little bit more Philly here, I think, <laughs> over the next couple of days. Well, let's remind also, people have asked, you guys are returning today, correct, all of you? Yeah. And and that is, again, we've talked about the beginning and the whole idea of this. The stupid station doing everything the right way. And both, Anthony, you've been candid. Casey, when you went to see the Eagles play in the Super Bowl in Jacksonville, they lost. 
So yep. we're, we, and when you weren't there and watched it from home, they won, and so you need to get back to replicate that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Stevie, just like that, and even in 2018, I was in Minnesota. I flew home the Friday before the game. Oh. I did a show from the Grand Cafe L'Aquila on 17th and Chestnut. So today we'll be flying home. I'll be flying home. And then Sunday morning, I'm going to be doing a show from Grand Cafe L'Aquila on 17th and Chestnut, just like we did in 2018. That's great. I'm superstitious. Yeah. Favorite pasta <laughs> Anthony, I, I wanted to ask you about the different vibes between um, Minnesota five years ago and, and Arizona. Obviously, a very different climate. Um, but, yeah, you know, and, and so people were inside a lot of the time in, in Minnesota uh, because they had to be. Um, and in Arizona, you're on the desert. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, what can you uh, compare and contrast the two cities? Oh, my God. It, it, it's really, it's Arctic and Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, was, it was freakishly cold. I mean, Minneapolis in the winter is always cold. But, it, I mean, it was, they, they couldn't, Ron Jaworski and Mike Dicka do a cigar party at every Super Bowl, and the heat lamps weren't strong enough to put people outside, so they actually had to cancel the cigar party, move it inside where you couldn't smoke. Yeah. So it was a cigarless cigar party oh. that they had in Minneapolis. Here, like last night, we were walking the streets. And they had block parties. There was a street that was cut off and music. And yeah. it was just so festive. They can't have Super Bowls in cold weather climates. You just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was a big sort of, uh, there was a contention on both sides. And you know, you got to get it in its raw state. And you have to spread the the, 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 the the wealth amongst different cities. But let's face it, I mean, it plays better when people can get out and do yeah. as you did and instead of dying from exposure. <laughs> so uh, it exactly. makes sense. What do you so today on the roster, you're there. Or where are you now exactly? So we are actually right now in the shadows of um, State Farm Stadium. So we're, we're the parking right lot. in the parking lot of where the Super Bowl is going to be played here. And as a matter of fact, let me just give you a, a little peek. Uh, of where the Super Bowl is going to be played on Sunday. So I'm just going to... Ah, we see the rooftop container. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on a second. Yeah, we can't see over the vehicle. Do it again. Do it again. All right. All right. We're going to do it all. And yeah. so you'll see this is where the game is going to be played on Sunday. Whoa. All right, so <laughs> the charge today is yeah, you. That better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's much better. You guys following through with placing these sacred items of great um, sentimental and emotional uh, import around that stadium. How is that? Well, um, I, I think uh, we should probably get to it sooner rather than later. But before we do that, I wanted to uh, show you what Jackie Bam Bam was wearing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's a red kid's outfit, right? <laughs> Yep, yep. So he's all outfitted out, and then Kyle reluctantly is swunt. <laughs> I, I noticed uh, in some pictures that he sent us. It's a, it's an eagle's, it's an actual eagle, well, an swunt. actual bird outfit, and we couldn't get swoop, so we sent swunt instead. Swunt is swoop's yeah. degenerate cousin. He's had a little trouble with the law. <laughs> 
So here's what's going to have to happen. Um, we're going to have to, I'm, I'm getting out of the car now. We're going to have to, like, I think kind of start to scout and, and walk around. All right. Because there's a lot, of, a lot of fences and gates and stuff like that. You, up. Like, you, you want to place the stuff. You don't just want it to, you know, like I said, if it was refuse, it's not that. It has to be at least placed yeah. in a place that will have uh, the, the power. Now, let me ask you, you're there at this time in the morning, and I know yeah. this is the, the world is focusing in on this location. How security? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I just, uh, I was pulling in. I just, hey, I'm with ESPN. And they were like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> nice. Well, Jackie should have sold that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but the, the, yeah, I guess um, people are lining up. There's going to be, there's like some sort of NFL network show or NFL game day experience. So there, there are things that are happening here on site. And like, I don't know if you can see this, but like, there's a whole bunch of people uh, like that are in a line right now. Yes. That are behind the gate. So like, I have I haven't been able to investigate just yet um, to see where we can get. Okay. Um, what I, one thing I really want to do, like first, is we we have that giant hunk of airport that I need to get rid of because it's just so big right. and bulky. Yep. and that will make things a lot easier. Okay, um, all right, then so, that be the first thing that you place somewhere. Um, yeah. By the way, Casey, I got this email I wanted to read to you. It was from a guy named Bill who lives in Bristol. He said, hey, I know this is a really minor thing, but there is already a small piece of Philly that is a permanent part of State Farm Stadium, sort of. He said, I'm a structural designer engineer for a telecommunications infrastructure company in Charleston, South Carolina. And one of the jobs I designed were the 4G and 5G radio enclosure light poles that are in the parking lot of State Farm Stadium. Wow. So, so oh. Casey, when you and uh, Kyle, Jackie, and Anthony are in the parking lot of State Farm Stadium and you see light poles with the parking section signs on them, the ones that are much wider than the rest of the other light poles, those were designed by a Philly boy and lifelong Eagles fan, and therefore a small piece of brotherly love has been permanently installed at the State wow. Farm Stadium. Uh, and he said uh, he wants you guys to drive safe, have a great time, and uh, go birds. So it's an interesting little, yeah, little, little fun fact that's, that's there. So we have part already is circling uh, the stadium, but we obviously have to add these things as now. Looks like you're moving on to something, Case. Where are you headed to? Well, I'm showing you one of those light poles that he was talking about. Ah. That's it right there. Yep, that's it. A yep. little bit of Philly right there. Give it a big kiss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, that with, was one of the light poles. so with this, are we going to uh, go with you guys live as you try to place these items, or would you rather do that off air? Is it going to be a little more difficult? Now, let's try and do a little bit of both. Um, okay. What, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand... Oh, man. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. I'm going to have to hand the, this uh, phone off to Kyle so I can take care of what I need to take care of. But Jackie's already dancing, so... Uh, <laughs> well, we got to see that. Yeah, let's see Jackie dance. Make sure you watch our All streaming right, on YouTube. Uh, Kyle, who... Okay, there we <laughs> <you> go. <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> Jackie and Cuz are dancing. They're doing a little do-si-do. And uh, now little mummers moves. Uh, and Jackie's wearing a dress. It's, it's a... Uh, it's a mummer's outfit, and uh, it's one of the wench's outfits, and he is, uh, he's got his umbrella, and he is doing the full-on mummer's strut. You, and, you that, know, and that is a little bit of mojo, just doing that just right that. there. You know there's some people from Kansas City in line going, man, the women from Philly are hideous. hideous. <laughs> just horrible. Do you see that thing out there dancing? Look at yeah. that lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a parasol, the whole thing. It's good. That represents very good, Jackie. You look great. 
Thank you, Steve. Uh, Riverfront Mummers, uh, little Danny is a blind boy. His mom and dad uh, wanted me to wear his suit and bring his good luck, and that's what I'm representing our mummers. And Kelsey can fit into this, so I know he's going to want to wear this when we get back. <laughs> Jackie, hey, by the way, it's pitch black dark, and you're wearing sunglasses. How can you even see where the hell you're going right now, Jackie? Oh, I can, believe me. Okay. It's like a <laughs> he's proving to you he lifts up his glasses to prove that he has eyes. He has eyeballs. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's a memory for bringing Philadelphia. Today's the day, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All All right. right. So uh, these guys are just kind of walking around the parking lot. I see some cars driving by as they're making their way uh, into some areas. Uh, Case, any idea of what you're doing? No, but (laughs) here's the deal. Um, I'm going to, I I think I'm I'm just scouting a location where I can drop this hunk of airport. Right. And, it's concrete, uh, by the way. They don't have a, a preset area to where people can drop off pieces of <laughs> their airport? Hunks of airport. Yeah. Case, you look a little shady. Like, the way you were, like, walking slow and looking around. Like, look a little yeah, more like... I'm about to dump I know. Dude, you just look like Kathy, you know where you're going. I agree. I would tase him in a second. Seriously. So, Case, with that hunk of airport, I would set it next to something like a light pole yeah. that's kind of large yeah. and bulky as is. And probably someone will just leave that alone and leave it where it is. Yeah, yeah. Make, there's a nook. Found the spot. Okay. Got a nook. A nook. It's right perfect. Back. He's got it. It's right behind that no trespassing sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, got, he's rolling his suit. Yeah. He's like, they're going to get arrested. Walk past that armed guard. <laughs> so Casey found a little nook here, and yes, right. it is indeed right, past the no oh, trespassing sign. That actually oh. looks like it's meant to be there. Yeah, it yeah. Nice job, it looks Casey. like it's holding down the uh, tent there, like a big cement block. It's like an nice. added stone. They have stones there. And by the way, it's signed by all the airport workers, and it says "Go Eagles" on it. So uh, it's I got a so. nice okay. little spot to hang. Good. Uh, all right. Well nice done. Shot. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. That actually looks like a permanent fixture. Yeah. I mean, look, look at that. From here, it just—it's just. You all That's know. Perfect. And yet, it, it, it's there. The mojo has begun. Yes. Yep. We're 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 planting these artifacts. Uh, strategically to make sure that they uh, they they use their power and and I think that once they're all placed and they will begin to glow right they'll be glow and then a, yes. then a beam will join them all together right yeah well, I am a, I'm amazed at the amount of cars pulling into yeah, this what? lot at five uh, yes. five thirty in the morning well, Phoenix time think about it there's probably a lot of people on the East Coast uh, in the media that need to get there at this time of day yeah. like Casey is to to go live so yeah I would right, imagine well, they're getting I'm place. walk around here because we're gonna try and circle. Um, we're going to try and circle the whole stadium right. and surround the entire stadium with, with Philadelphia artifacts. So, Casey, do you uh, have any um, specific ideas? Because I know you're carrying uh, some some ashes, some mortal remains of a few different uh, people that you brought out with you across the country. Do you have any specific ideas for those? Well, those ones I actually want to get, you know, is probably as close to the stadium as possible. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, some. He's talking to a, a worker uh, who is, uh, uh, I guess, a security guard at uh, at one of the places. And now, get on the sidewalk, Okay. Oh yeah, safety first. Yep. Um, by the way, uh, Casey, is it? Uh, I don't know if you can hear me or not. Is it breezy at all? <laughs> hey, Case. Yeah. Is it breezy at all? Uh, no, not overly, not overly breezy or anything. All right, good. Like that, but, uh, if you can find like a, an air right. vent that Jackie can. Chill. Yeah. Yeah, have the Jackie stand over it. Chill. I'm sorry, what's that? 
we got the morning mountain chill out here. Okay. okay. All right. I was just curious about the breeze because you're talking about uh, it, any movie that shows where someone is scattering ashes yeah. and always blows back and lands in their mouth. All right. And I just want to make sure that's not going to happen. We're this hoping morning. that happens. Right, it would be so, wonderful to see that. All right. Casey's got an Eagles pennant. Uh, and well, I'm going to put that down because what I, what I have here right here, uh, it's some uh, sand from Wildwood. Oh, I'm nice. Okay. I can scatter this anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's the desert um, for crying out loud. Yeah. All right, so Casey's now scattering Wildwood, New Jersey sand, uh, and he's doing it near some, it looks like a shrubbery of something. Yeah, you know like they a say, bush. I like that. It you don't nice. bring sand to the desert. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But he's done it, and that is a little piece of here. Excellent. Unless it's from the Jersey Shore. Casey, anything that's like that with the uh, the bushes and all that stuff, that seems like a suitable place for stuff like ashes and things where it could perhaps enrich the soil. He's got a suitcase open. I'm surprised they're letting him walk around the perimeter of the stadium with a suitcase. Yeah. And he just dumped the uh, sand right across from the security guard. Yeah. I don't know if they were paying attention or not. Uh, okay. Um, they're just so wondering... All right, so everything seems to be blocked off. Like, they're going to open this coming up. Is that what they said? Yes, they're going to open this coming up to walk the What's that? <laughs> hey, what is what is Anthony ra- ranting about, Case? We can't hear him. <laughs> now they're going to open up momentarily. They're going to open it up. We'll have direct access. Oh, inside. All right. All right. All right. Well, then that's where we go. Closer to the stadium for the artifacts. Yeah. All right. Should so we open it up? Any idea what time they're going to do that, Anthony? He said momentarily. Momentarily. So, at any moment. <laughs> All right, you know what? We could take a break. I think so because it's come it, back and yeah. uh, do the B file, and then uh, and then check with these uh, guys in a few and see how that uh, that mission is going. Yeah, because if we can get the stuff, as Anthony just said, inside that perimeter, yeah, uh, really tighter to the stadium, oh. that would be great. The closer oh. to better. This looks like the worst dating photo ever. Oh. <laughs> Jackie. You guys become best friends. Yeah, they, like they're so cute together, Anthony oh. and Jackie. And Jackie just gave Anthony a kiss. Wasn't that wonderful? Uh. All right, guys, keep going. Uh, we'll check back. Back in with the NFU, okay? All right, they're gone. They're, they're dancing. dancing. There we go. There's nothing we could do more, but they are making it happen as we speak in Phoenix, Arizona. Casey's big adventure and the mission at hand is being executed right yes. now. Yeah, this is the most important part of the whole it's thing. Absolutely taking place. So uh, no matter what, I consider this all a win. In uh, the whole event. Yeah, if you send something along, if you dropped off some ashes or you dropped off anything for us to deliver, we can verify it is being delivered right now. Absolutely. All right. We're going to break. We'll come back. We'll get those bizarre file stories. Also, later on this morning, Allison Bree and Dave Franco will be in our studio. Michael Barkan, our good luck charm. Yes. Checking in as well. We'll return in a little bit. Stay put. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get to the Bizarre File, it is Friday. Let's celebrate it. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Book heating, tune-up, installation, and plumbing appointments at horizonezbook.com. All right, we're going to get into some stories. We will begin with this one. A Brazilian lawyer tragically died after his gun was discharged by an MRI machine's magnetic field at a hospital. It's a mind blower. The freak accident occurred while the gun-loving lawyer named Leandro Mathias de Novas was taking his mother to get scanned. And unbeknownst to hospital staff, the attorney had a registered firearm in his possession. Staff had reportedly asked the pair to remove all metal objects before entering the MRI room. Does that include guns? As is protocol at hospitals due to the device's powerful magnetic field. However... Novas decided to go in sons, announcing his concealed weapon. A uh, disaster struck after the machine, yanked the weapon from his waistband, causing it to go off and strike the lawyer in the stomach. He was subsequently rushed to the uh, hospital where he hung on for weeks before eventually succumbing to his injuries on February 6th. Uh, the gun was reportedly yanked from the lawyer's waistband and discharged. Uh, attorneys released a statement in which they claimed that they had followed all accident prevention protocols as was customary in all MRI units. How could you think you could walk into that yeah. with a gun in your waistband? Uh, this isn't the first time someone has died in an MRI accident. In 2018, a 32-year-old uh, man perished after being uh, sucked into an MRI chamber while holding a metal oxygen tank. They chastised me because I wanted to take my MRA Preston with my comfort hatchet. Oh, no. And they said that could be dangerous. Well, you you got to comfort yeah. or safety. Right. I don't know. You got to choose. But I want my hatchet. A couple in Canada returned home from a uh, trip to find that two people had impersonated them and then sold their house. <laughs> no. Police said the homeowners left the country in January of 2022 for a business trip. Uh, the two individuals who have yet to be identified hired a real estate agent and then put the house on the market. So uh, mad I can't see straight, eh? They then sold the house and managed to take possession of the property through fake identification. 
Police added that several months after the sale, the actual homeowners learned that their house was sold without their consent. Could you imagine? Uh, the man and the woman are both wanted in the mortgage fraud investigation. And no, Preston, no other details have been released. The new owners have decorated it better. Oh, yeah. That's, that's even rubbing salt on the wound. Insult to injury. A dad who was dubbed the most modified man in the world due to his unique appearance has split his hand and said he's the first person to undergo that type of procedure. So he's creating like a claw? Yeah. Uh, a devil hand, they call it. A uh, Marcelo B-Boy de Souza Ribeiro spent years transforming his body with over 1,500 tattoos across his skin and uh-huh. has undergone various body modifications. Now the 40-year-old artist has shared his latest move, which is getting himself a devil hand. He thinks the brave move is a world first in his great quest to be different. He said, I'm making a new modification that doesn't exist in the world yet. I was already researching about body modifications, and from what I saw, no one has yet made a similar modification. Medical question, how do you think that works when spanking it? Uh, that's a really good yep. question. I'd have to see right for you know uh, my own <laughs> research to, to wrap my mind yeah. around that. All right. Two months ago, the Brazil native spoke to a friend who specializes in extreme body modification to plan the procedure. They did plenty of research for picking up the scalpel. Over the years, Marcelo has spent around uh, fifty thousand dollars on tattoos and body modifications. Oh man! Uh, he has recently added eight more tattoos, a new implant to his arm, and one on his forehead. Uh, but the devil hand didn't cost the dad a thing as his buddy sorted it out for free. Uh, talking through the process, he said, first we started doing surgeries on the hand, removing excess oil and fat from the sides to make it slimmer. Then I began to see the possibility of making an opening in it through the middle where you can have uh, opening and closing movements oh. and firmer folding of the hand. Um, so I assume insurance covers that, right? Yeah. Uh, he underwent three sessions, which lasted an hour each, and it was carried out under anesthetic. He said, people have already seen my hand and think it's interesting, but they say they don't have the courage to do it. Do it. He said, I'm happy with what I did, sure. and I don't feel any change regarding hand mobility. He said, it's completely normal. By the way, he's got fanged metal teeth, skin implants, and a split tongue as well. And he works for H&R Block. It's, but it's, he's so crazy. He's a great accountant. Uh, he's a phenomenal. He saves lots of people good money, but... But I'll tell you this, um, the, all this stuff reminds me of that guy we used to have come in. Remember the guy? Was it the Lizard Man or the... Uh, There's a couple of them. We had a guy called the Enigma. The Enigma. Who used to come in here. Yeah. yeah. He's like that. Like, exactly like that. Yeah. A couple has caused a stir with the recent announcement of the names that they plan to give their new twins. So the couple revealed the unusual choices on their TikTok account and their fans are getting fired up with one name in particular. Claire and Trey have shared the pregnancy journey with their audience of over 820,000 followers. So they have a sizable audience. Okay. In their post, a heavily pregnant Claire with her husband by her side prepares viewers for a big reveal. And following a pregnant pause, Claire says, for baby boy, it's Carson. Uh, it's a different story for the girl, however. She said, for a baby girl, the name is Arson. <laughs> Carson and Arson? Arson. Come on. As in setting stuff yeah. on fire. The uh, hell? So Arson has completely divided the couple's view, uh, viewers. Uh, the response to their naming ceremony has been phenomenal, uh, with over 3,000 comments and 22, uh, 222,000 likes. Fans couldn't get their heads around Arson, but there were some who actually thought it was cute. A fan suggested more names like Arson and Larceny would be good. Yeah, two crimes. Together. Yeah. I like that. Uh, one mom said she had a similar experience in the early months of my pregnancy. She said when my twins... 
Uh, my boyfriend said anarchy and anomaly should be their names. How about premeditated murder and sodomy? Uh, for their, the many detractors, there were many who said that they liked the girls' suggested names. So some people actually got a kick out of it. And that is, you know, no, I'll do one more story. One more. Customers at giant food stores are familiar with Marty the Robot, the tall robotic robotic assistant. Yes. Has been in stores since 2019, helping identify hazards such as spills and has gone viral for their googly eyes and facial expressions. However, Marty's job is mainly an indoor job. Rarely does he venture off on his own until now. One Pennsylvania grocery shopper in the Lehigh Valley <laughs> posted a video showing Marty on the loose in a store parking lot. <laughs> it was escaping. Before employees wrangled him back inside. Somehow or another... He got out the front door. Sweet freedom. Spokesperson for Giant says Marty was just on a fresh air break. It's like short circuit. And they got him back in. Yes. Johnny, you got hit by lightning. No disassemble. <laughs> All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, yes, Marissa. Uh, they should be there. I think it's a little dark, but I think our... Okay, we're going to go to the guys another time and see how things are going. The mission at hand is taking place, Casey's Big Game Adventure. Uh, they are in the parking lot of uh, State Farm Field. And let's go now to Casey, who is on location. Casey, are you there? Yo, what is up? Go first. Go first. So uh, we're here. I am um, I'm planting just the last of our items here. This is a bird bot. I don't know if you can see that or not. But it's flat we bot. Bird, we did bring bird bot with us, so... We're going to throw this in a bush here. I want to make sure I get it, like, really far down deep into that bush. Right. Okay. So that um, BirdBot's going to love its new home. Yeah, so that it doesn't go anywhere. But so there's BirdBot. Uh, BirdBot has been placed. And then I have, like, one little thing to do. And then um, uh, after that, we have the ashes and the flower to plant. Okay. okay. Casey, if I understand correctly, you just shoved that bird deep into the bush? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the only way to do it, Nick. Is you got to take that bird and you got to shove that bird so deep into the bush that nobody will be able to find it again. Are we you know supposed I mean? to put two in the bush? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. All right. So well, I mean, I put two in the stink. The minivan. So I yeah. uh, so the ashes and the flower are going to be the final items, right? That's it. Actually, um, ashes, flower, and then also the lanyard from the um, from that woman uh, who uh, eagles for all those years. Yes, perfect. Uh, her her actual uh, credentials for the link are being placed yeah. out there. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Yes. So, have, have you been stopped by anybody, or, or I mean, you know, besides that initial encounter with the security guard? No. Ever since then, no, no stopping at all. All right. This should make people attending the Super Bowl feel confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, listen, we're, we're, we, we've gone far, not far away from the activity, but we, um, we decided to really, uh, yeah, be on, be, to be on the outskirts, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're, still, we're still within the complex, uh, but we are on the outskirts right now. We're guaranteed, we're guaranteed that the items will remain by kickoff because that's key, Stevie. Yes. Is that, that they stay, they're sacred items, and we got the perfect cover. All right. Well, I like where you guys have been placing stuff yeah. already. The, the listen, weather-wise and everything, you're going to be fine. I agree with you, Anthony. That stuff will stay intact and make it to kickoff. I, I have no doubt of that. No, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, we are. I'm just closing up the suitcase, and, and we're ready to go over right. and and 
do, do the, uh, the the rose the rose ceremony. Do you guys want to come back and do that, or do you want to do that right now? Uh, if you're ready to do it now, we can do it now. Yeah, it's going to take us a couple of seconds here. Okay, right. no uh, problem. And then later on, the guys are headed to, to uh, they have uh, credentials, and they're headed to, you know, what's called the, the broadcast radio, media row, yes. radio row, and uh, they get to spend the day. You know, hopefully hobnobbing with some of the um, biggest knobs, the, the biggest knobs in the biz. The biggest yeah, so knobs. I'm going to do my show, and I'm going to have Jackie next to me. <laughs> I'm going to introduce Jackie to everybody Excellent. that I know, all the sports world, because I want them to see Jackie, meet Jackie. Yes. Uh, hey, Anthony, pick an obscure Eagles player. Tell them that Jackie is that player. He had a little bit of a disconnect. <laughs> uh, like a kicker from the 80s or something? Yeah. Like a kicker from the 80s. Hello, yeah. oh, hello, Tony Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> and he became very oh, flamboyant. Dude, Look at the worlds we've meshed together. That's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. All right, so they're getting over to do this. And the, mo- the whole important rose part of this. Look, this is the crowd. Wow. wow. At that time in the morning. Yeah, keep in mind, it's two hours earlier there. So we're talking about 6 a.m., and there's a huge line for people to get into the porta potty. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. All right. I don't know why. I mean, I know there's some stuff going on, but like, what what are they there for? Well, there are people on premises. Apparently, there's there's like they're, they're like VIP packages and things that'll, they're that they're parties. They like there were big parties last night. I know that stuff is kind of going on pretty much around the clock, right? Yeah. yeah Anything so they can a lot of on. shows are broadcasting like the NFL Network. All these shows are broadcasting live, and all these people are out there to be part of the crowd for the network stuff. Okay. And so they could be a part of the broadcast. Right. Okay. Got yeah, that makes you. sense. Yeah. I'm sure they. So you'd have to check them, though. They'd have to have pass. That's why the lines oh, yeah. they have to pass to security. I mean, we have homeland like homeland security is here. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big deal. Well, I mean, a lot of people don't know, uh, Anthony, that that Jackie's uh, homeland security as well. Uh, <laughs> undercover. He's undercover. Deep undercover. <laughs> Deep undercover. When, yeah. when I heard you doing a strip search, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make it in, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're searching everybody, and these people in line are waiting to get uh, in the bleachers all during the day to broadcast on the NFL Network. So nice. Going on, on now. All right. All right. All right. What's the status right. of our final? Now, uh, here we go. Yeah, let's it's do this. Happening as we speak. Okay. So we have a couple of masks now, here that I'm going to try and bury. Uh, we have these mask cards here from. Uh, let me take this. From a gentleman named Edward Dotsman. Well, we're Edward. And another gentleman named John Charles Noon. So right. what I'm going to try and do with these, because these are not mortal remains. These right. are ashes. So I'm going to see what I can do. Okay. With That's perfect. No, I love that. He's got some. Uh, there's some rock. There's some gravel, and he's burying there, and I those, know. and they will stay there. They will not move, and they'll be there the whole time. The whole goal is to make sure this stuff isn't treated like you know refuse that you're just throwing away in the parking lot. To right. fix it in position so the magic can occur, Preston. And we are big yep. proponents of the dark arts. Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> now uh, we have uh, Anagrit Baldwin. Uh, born in 1954, deceased in 2014. So, like, my father wasn't ever able to see the, the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Right. Um, so we're going to do this in, in her honor. Okay. I we're also going to do this in honor of uh, uh, Bob Moomy. Now it's Moomy. This is uh, from Rachel, his daughter. Uh, so we're going to spread these as well. All right. Um, then... We had a, a young woman, as we were packing up our car on Sunday, 
she ran, she drove to the parking lot and wanted to see. Thank God we were there, Kyle, right? Yes. Uh, so now we have the remains of Robert Cummins. Okay. Uh, who, uh, fortunately enough, was able to witness the Eagles win the Super Bowl in 2018. But re- uh, regardless, uh, he's going to remain here in the shadows of uh, where the Super Bowl 57 is being played. All right. And Can- then um, this one is pretty close to us. This is Jamie Gunn, uh, Kevin Gunn's brother. Yeah. Kevin's brother was born in 1961, passed away in... Um, in 2022, um, almost about a year ago. So we're going to put all these people together because these guys were all Eagles fans. So they, you know, they're going to have the best seats in the house here, right? Uh, right. Season season tickets here. So what I'm going to do here, and I want to try and be as reverent as I possibly can. Yes. I'm going to put this stuff uh, at this tree. Casey's now spreading the ashes as we speak. He's opened up the envelopes. Under a nice tree. This is great. Yeah, um, this is a good spot. And perfect. We've got an envelope that's being opened up now. There's a variety of uh, of different receptacles. There's a plastic bag. And uh, these ashes are going to be spread now. This is so fantastic. There we go. Casey, you're doing a great yeah. job, man. I like this. It's at the base of the tree. There's uh, a rock bed there. It's yep. kind of nice. Yeah, and that, that means that's it's going to stay there. Yes. They it will go there. into the soil. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna pour some. Uh, What's that yeah, case? Yeah, we're gonna pour some water on this. Okay. Ah, and that will get it down yeah. into the soil and right. everything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Some Schuylkill River water. Right, and then yeah, the, the, the holiest River, of waters. Schuylkill River water. And so all of these birds fans hmm. are together. And order I think a I'm, pizza, guys. Yeah. Order a pizza. <laughs> order a pizza. <laughs> if you yeah. add water. And, um, do you... And then also, this is the lanyard. Okay. So this is uh, in loving memory of Cheryl Molinix, oh. former game day staff. Um, so tough. <laughs> oh. getting choked yeah. up. It's, okay. it's touching. Oh. And this yeah. is like the most reverent part of this entire trip. You know, a lot of this is silly and goofiness getting across the country, but this is really touching and sweet. I appreciate it. You read that for me? He can't read it. Yeah. Oh. He can't get through it. Go ahead. In loving memory... Of Cheryl Mullenix, former game day staff, forever Eagles fan. We got you to the Super Bowl, Mom. Oh. We got you Super Bowl. Go Birds. Oh, my That's goodness. beautiful. Okay. I'm tearing oh up. God. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Anthony, just give it a kiss. All right. So we're going to place that as well. And uh, Casey is hanging it actually up in a tree. Yeah. Uh, he's going to hang it up high there. The, the stadium's right there. Yeah. Yep, they're right in the shadows of it now. Uh, and then, Casey, you're going to add the uh, the water as well as the rose going in here, too? Uh, yeah, we're going to plant the rose here as well. All right. Um, what's that? The water is right there. All right. You can see this all taking place, by the way, if you're following us on uh, on YouTube, on our YouTube stream. We're watching uh, Casey and company do this live right now. So the rose has now gone at the base of the tree. Right. And uh, now we're going to add the uh, the Schuylkill, the blessed Schuylkill River water uh, to finish it all. And that will be, that will be it. Casey will say a few words. Yes. And then that will right. be it. The mission will be done. The, the superstitions and all uh, will have been... Uh, handled completely. Yes, mission mission accomplished, as they yeah. say. Yeah. Casey, a few words. Yeah. So, I will raise you up <laughs> on eagles' wings, <laughs> bear you on the breath of dawn, make you shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm of my hand. Amen. 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 
And there it is. Brotherly love spread from here to Phoenix. Not just there. No. From yeah. here all yeah. the way out to Phoenix and in between it, every Philadelphia along the way that we could hit. We basically completed a victory circuit. How about that? Yes. Gentlemen, outstanding work. Yeah. Well done. Nice job. Well, it's not over yet. We're going to get Jackie Bam Bam on the NFL Network. All right. That's, that's another. That's a side mission. Yeah. We're going to go with. Yeah. All right. So um, you guys are going to head. Where, what, where to now uh, for the rest of the morning? You're going to stay around there all morning long? No, we're actually we're gonna we have to go over to the dunking. yeah we got well yeah we got to get Duncan. Um, no, we got to get Duncan. We have to. Uh, we're gonna go head over to the Phoenix uh, Convention Center. Uh, that's where Cousins is gonna start his show in, okay. in like two hours or something like that. So yeah, we're gonna and we'll check in with you guys over there. I think uh, Fox might be over there. I think NBC might be over there. So we'll um we'll check in with you guys when we get over to the convention. All right, All right excellent. Sounds good. Well done, guys. Yeah. There we go. This morning it's happening as they have hit the end of the road. But they have uh, several other things to do this morning. So, uh, job well done for those guys executing every bit of what we asked them to do. Flawless. Yeah. You have what looks like some sort of brain-damaged chicken, Kyle. Yeah. You have somebody who looks like Minnie Pearl's sister, <laughs> Jackie. Jackie. And then two regular guys. Yeah, two regular Philly guys. Yeah, cousin uh, Casey. And then on right. top of all of it. People are bawling their eyes yeah. out yeah. listening to the ceremony. I'm telling you, man. That was great. You know, that's and, so much of what it means, this whole thing, in a way. That's, you know, it's such a profound thing. I'm, I'm always reminded of, of, of Chuck's story of wearing his uh, his father's picture on his chest for the World Series. Yeah. You know, yes. it, it means something. You know what, that made, like, it was all worth it, but, like, that really made it yeah, worth it. Absolutely. And with that, we're not done yet. Our friends from Deets and Watson have brought by some special uh, goodies to get us in the mood for game day. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. More to come, including uh, Allison Bree and Dave Franco in our studio. Michael Barkan checking in, too. We'll be back in a moment. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's Eppler. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk, Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. One of the things, uh, one of the many things that goes hand-in-hand hand with Super Bowl, I think, is food. And I think that we need to do a Super Bowl edition. It's time for the Super Bowl edition of The Connoisseur. Just kidding, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> uh, and one of the food things that's been happening uh, for a few days now uh, has been the fact that our friends at Deets and Watson have been going about and giving away free what they call bird dogs. I love this. All over the city. And I mean... Like a lot of them. Yeah. A ton of them. And they're not done yet. There are still some free, uh, so a chance for you to grab some free bird dogs today. And we would like to welcome to our studio Steve Riley and Mac Patterson. Yeah, hey! From Here we go. Hey, Steve, how you doing, Steve? Great. 
Wonderful. So listen, I mentioned that you guys have been handing out uh, hot dogs. And how, how many at this point do you we think? started mid-January. We're over 15,000, I think, 15, right now. 15,000. And lots of those hats and shirts, too. Our bird dog shirts and hats free to everybody. That's wow. awesome. To celebrate the Eagles. It's, it's <laughs> this amazing run. So, so how long is it going through, too? Are you doing it to, to, just for today? We have two events today. One at Center Square. That's at uh, 12 o'clock today, 12 to 2. And then we're going to be at the... The tinsel, the pop-up bar. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be crazy. And that's... Uh, three o'clock. That's five... T- oh, I have five to seven here, so it's three o'clock? Yeah. Okay, I'll just... He's checking his stats. Hold on. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Five to seven. <laughs> you guys, My bad. Listen. You'll be ready by three. <laughs> <laughs> I will be. Uh, by the way, what is a... What makes up a bird dog? A bird dog. It's our Eagles Be Franks. You mentioned Acme. These are available at Acme. It's our uh, be All Be Frank. Yep. We have provolone cheese. Nice. We have crispy fried onions, and we have long hot peppers. Oh, wow. And, of course, the Eagle's green roll. Yeah, yeah. tell me about the green roll. Green, our friends at Cash's Bakery made them for us, um, custom made them for us, and they've been a real hit. What kind of paint do they use? Uh, <laughs> Sherwin-Williams. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it's just, it looks really cool. They're, they do. They're they they taste great, too. Yeah, uh, I can't believe. color scare you. I can't believe you guys are handing these out for free. Yep. That's 50, amazing. 000. That's incredible. <laughs> and just, you guys have been doing it? Yes, sir. The two of you? No. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> we have a group that handles the, uh, our agency came up with this concept. Um, so we've just And you'll get your revenge eventually. <laughs> no, Definitely. people love this. This they is do. so such a cool thing. It's just been great. Yeah. And blocks, then on, lines, blocks long. And then on Sunday, you guys are back at it again, right? One more day on Sunday at Port Richmond IGA by our home at... Uh, in Northeast. Okay. Cool. cool. Wow. Uh, that's that's fantastic. So you've been feeding hungry people. You've been getting birds fans fired up. Have you had to have you had to say no to any Chiefs fans that have come walking? <laughs> uh-huh. I give them a hard time, but okay. I still take care. Of them. Uh, yes. yes, and that's the right that's thing nice. to do. That's the way we've been approaching and it. And Giants before that. So yeah. you've been making these for a better part of a month. Uh, when it comes down to you stopping and then having a meal at uh, during the Super Bowl, I'm guessing it's not going to be hot dogs, or will it? I might have one or two. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing with hot dogs. You, you think you're sick of them, but you're right, not. Right. Yeah. And hot dogs are a staple for uh, Super Bowl party. We we would have uh, hot dogs in uh, in a um, in a crock pot in barbecue sauce. Oh, oh that's pretty wild. That's kind of our yeah, little go to yeah. thing. All cut up in little pieces. Do you have a prepared? Uh, I, I see the boxes, but are they? Um, I want to see a prepared dog the way we saw a picture of. Is that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah! You have the green yeah, yeah, and press to Take a look at that yeah. beauty, bird dog. Nice. Bird dog. Oh wow. That's yeah. fantastic. They're that's nice. that's a, uh, and I mean this is a compliment. That's a gnarly looking dog right there, They're man. Great, I love it. So what's great. what's the the mustard uh, preference for this type of yellow? Um, I'm gold, a spicy brown, brown man. Okay, all right. You can go yellow. It depends okay. on what your preference is. All right, all right. Uh, so you can get these bird dogs today, uh, Center Square, uh, from noon to two. Uh, fifteen hundred. Uh, it says fifteen hundred Market Street. If you need to like pop it into a GPS or anything like that, if you don't know where you're going, exactly. and then at Tinsel, uh, Tinsel from five to seven today, which is at Twelfth and Sansom, and then Sunday the final stop, Port Richmond Shops IGA. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Go Eagles. Mission yes. accomplished. It's yeah. here for Steven Mack. Think how devastated Casey is he's not here. I know. I know. <laughs> Freaking I know. hot. That's his hot dogs. That's Absolutely. his jam, man. Uh, so, and 15,000 of these. That's insane. Yeah. So, with that, and, and talking about all this connoisseur-wise, uh, I thought it might be nice to bring up a little bit of... Um, Football 
or, or I'm sorry, Super Bowl party food. Foods. And then there's then there's a, a wide uh, a selection of things that end up on people's menus. And there's not, I don't think there's one definitive thing, but you know what you want. You know, I found, I found a list today, and, and Steve, you did as well, and we both said the same thing. They were Lame. both they were stupid lists. Yeah, you know what's on I did them. not like them dumb, at all. Dumb lists. Yeah. Dumb well, list. stuff yeah. you could uh, everyone knows. You know. Well, some of it got a little too hoity-toity for me. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. I saw a, and, and it's a, it's a, what I would call a perfect first Super Bowl party uh, edition I had completely forgotten about. And it's simple. Number, a lot of things need to be just simple, I think, for, for a party. And it was essentially like a chili dip, okay, which I, I love. Sucking on a chili dip? Sucking on a chili dip. So you take... Uh, Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a chili dog. You take uh, sour cream and you layer a uh, you layer it in a uh, a casserole dish. Yeah, I know you hate I'm that out. word casserole. <laughs> hate casserole. Hate then, string bean casserole. Then Hormel chili in there. I like the word whore. And then you put uh, uh, Colby Jack cheese on top, and then you nuke it for like a couple minutes. Boom, and done. You, and that's it. Well, then you take tortilla chips yeah. and you use that to dip in. Bang. That sounds damn good. Love it. Everything on Super Bowl should be dippy. And, like, uh, uh, able to sit out for hours. Because I just want to yes. pick. I don't want to, like, sit down, have one thing to eat, and then not. I want to yeah. pick for hours yep. and hours and Dippy hours. Dippy and drippy. The same parameters for picking a prostitute. By the way, <laughs> your your favorite go-to for uh, Super Bowl party, 215-263-WMMR. Even your secret recipe, if you want to share that with us. Okay, so it's not a secret recipe because I'm not making anything. You guys know that. Yes. Right. Uh, but I did You're order, going to a party. I did order uh, for the Super Bowl already, and I'm going to mention it because... I already placed my order, so <laughs> I know I can pick it up. Uh, but Marciano's stuffed breads right over oh, in Maniunk, like legendary, absolute best. And so I ordered them, and I'll I'll pick them up. And it's pandemonium over there when when they you know it's, I mean the, the line goes out the door. I know, and but that, who, no one does it better. Well, and they have it. They actually have a special bread, which um, when I placed my order, I didn't realize it was just for Super Bowl Sunday. Like you can only pick it up on Sunday, so I couldn't get it because I'm picking mine up today. Mm-hmm. Is it the orangini or something like no, that? They call it. No, no, that's their like circle. Yeah. Bread. No, no. These are the stuffed breads with oh. like the cheese and uh, yeah. It's Ooh, that sounds pretty it's, good. It's good stuff. Preston, have you ever had them? I, I want to say I have, okay. but I, I can't it's, remember. Like uh, to me, it's like, it's the greatest food ever. <laughs> really? Uh, it, That's saying a so, lot. But listen, it's uh, you know not a healthy, Very not a healthy, healthy. show. So yeah. low calorie and it has tons of protein <laughs> right, in case right. you're training. <laughs> Is it just cheese? Or? Uh, no, it, it, I mean they have a, a variety. You can do um, pepperoni, pepperoni cheese. Okay. You can do cheesesteak, buffalo chicken cheesesteak, uh, spinach and cheese. They have egg, peppers, and cheese. Okay. Yeah, it's like just uh, delicious stuff. But you have to order in advance if you want to. Can, you can walk in. They have freezers of, uh, you know, frozen options, and they do make them fresh, and whatever's available, you can pick up. All right. This time, around Super Bowl, I don't know that you're going to have much luck. Should desserts be a part of uh, of the, the layout? Oh, yes. Wait. And okay. I said I wasn't making anything. I am actually making what something. What are you making? Uh, Jason, I found them. They are s'mores cupcakes. Oh, s'mores cupcakes. Yeah, that's it's just like too just elaborate. Come, no, it, no, it's yeah. not. A, I didn't say it was elaborate. I just said I was making it. In fact, you could just throw the ingredients in the air; it'll come down to s'mores cupcakes. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. I, you know, I never think of dessert for a Super Bowl party. I always think of it as a more a um, uh, a savory kind of thing. You know? Yeah, like, me too. That's that's why I threw that out there. Yeah. I never really, and, and I'm like Marissa. Rather than having, say, like a meatball sandwich. I'd rather just have meatballs. You yeah, know I, mean? I like do the tapas. smaller meatballs. Tapas. Tapas Which style. is a word that comes from the Super Bowl. <laughs> I did not know that. It was one of the early plays was the long tapas. Okay. Last year at our Super Bowl party, you guys know we always do a theme. We're not doing it this year. Obviously, some of my friends are going to the game. 
Uh, but we did a board party last year. You may like have seen them on Instagram. Each person brought a different board. Preston, I brought a pickle board. Ooh. And it was still, it was great. It was all sorts of pickles and pickled onions. Sucking on a pickle pickled. board. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, thematically, I tend to default to the to the standard, you know, um, it's actually, for the longest time, it's been my my fried chicken. You know, I'll, I'll go just have fried chicken because it, it's kind of verboten, but I, I'll indulge. But this year, I think I'm, you know, I'm going to be rocking some standard stuff. Uh, what do you guys think about buffalo chicken dip? Love it! Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it! Big fan. Uh, and the, 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 it's deadly. It's like, um, Nick, it's like a sour cream and onions, onion dip. Yes. I, I can't stop myself. I wish that there were a way to, like, use a straw to suck it up in your Jesus mouth. Jesus Christ. That's how delicious it is. Chicken <laughs> buffalo dip. It's almost like a like a frosty. You know how yeah. like a straw doesn't get really get it done with a frosty? You need a spoon. You need a spoon for buffalo chicken dip. You can't eat it fast enough. No. <laughs> and also, uh, some people are texting in, uh, Corpolese is a good a staple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Anything Tomato buffalo pie. dip, though. I just, in fact, yes. I feel... I just feel horrible afterwards. I feel like the lowest because oh. I just overindulge. You should be proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, let's see. Pretzel nuggets. Somebody yes. says, and they make oh, yeah. a pineapple relish oh. that's good on chips. That sounds kind of interesting and disturbing at the same time, but you never know. <laughs> uh, monkey bread is a dessert. It's still a good picky food, somebody says. I was introduced to monkey bread, with, I guess, about 10 years ago. It is the great... I don't know... I would not assume monkey would taste like that, <laughs> but it is so delicious. I have a recipe for a uh, beer dip, which is really easy if you just Google beer dip. It's literally half a bottle of beer, shredded cheese, cream cheese, and ranch dressing. Okay. And, Wait a minute. Yeah. So you think about you mix the cream cheese and the cheddar cheese with the ranch dressing, and then you slowly, I've learned, slowly pour the beer into it so it doesn't foam up, uh. and you mix it all together. I've never heard of that before. Preston, it's delicious. Really? Yeah. Okay. With I've heard of like cr- beer cheese mm-hmm. soup and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Goes good with a pickle board, doesn't Interesting. it? Interesting. Wait, yeah. here's another thing that grosses me out. I <laughs> don't mind ranch dressing. Like I could dip a carrot or a cucumber in it. But if ranch dressing is mixed in anything, oh God. Oh. Same thing with like mayonnaise or something like that? Well, no, like, mayonnaise like I just cocktail? hate altogether. But um, no, like I, like I actually, I don't mind ranch dressing. But when it is mixed with anything else, I... It, I no way. It's right. like awful. We're gonna get some calls. I'm gonna go to Justin. Hi, Justin. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right. So what's uh, what's gonna be on the menu? So uh, my wife makes these things called pizza bombs, which Ooh. is the Pillsbury um, rolls. Okay. And you stuff them with um, mozzarella cheese, any meat. She usually does pepperoni. Uh, then you bake them in the oven. They come oh, out cool. literally like these I want balls that. in it. They got they got a little sauce inside, and you dip them in marinara. They're so addictive. I want that now. Really good, Justin. Man, and that's you know what we use our um, we use the crescent rolls uh, yeah. for for a couple of things, and that would probably work with that as well. They're flaky. Justin. Crescent or yeah. pressing the biscuits, yeah. And then you peel them apart by that's layers, and okay. you use yeah. each one of those little layers as the dough. All right. Justin, so that's hey, Justin. the hit of the party. Yeah, my she puts them out there the first thing gone. All right, like, okay. Then they're easy to make. They take literally like a half hour to make like thirty of them. If you have uh, muffin sheets, okay, muffin pants. Yeah. But then yeah. Other than that, we do the uh, smoked jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon. That's yeah, too. That's good great. too. Oh my god! Yeah. Thank you, Justin. Oh, I think I just uh, never mind. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah. This is going to be my regular Saturday night <laughs> thing, baby. Who knew that he was actually planning a Super Bowl menu during that scene? So this one I would definitely make if I was going to a party or something. Maybe we'll make it just because we're hanging at home. But but uh, pigs in a blanket 
and we use we use the crescent rolls and uh, the tiny little you know sausages, and you just you wrap them. Uh, you, you cut off a little piece of the uh, of the the crescent roll, wrap them, you end up bake them in the oven three fifty for you know a short amount of time, and they are excellent. So that would qualify as a food that you never eat unless you're at a gathering. No one ever, no one prepares. Pigs in a blanket for dinner. We right? will sometimes. You will on rare occasion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. It's, it's usually associated with a it's usually a party food. But right. sometimes we'll we'll have it and, and it doesn't last long. Um. So that is a solid one. Uh. We'll go to Joe. Hey Joe. Good morning. Joe, are you there, buddy? Oh, right. sorry. There's a robot in the room. Oh, Damn oh, it! Yeah. You gotta watch out for those yeah. things. Be careful. What's up, my man? All right. So, uh, buffalo chicken jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon. Buffalo chicken jalapeno poppers wrapped in bacon. Don't change your life. Okay. <laughs> I think anything that is wrapped in bacon immediately rises to the top of the edible list, right? Joe, that sounds like that takes a lot of uh, of work to put that together. It's pretty simple. I mean, the, the buffalo chicken dip takes all of 10 minutes to put together. And then you throw it in the oven while it's, while it's cooking. You hollow out the jalapenos. Okay. Um and then it, it's it's a little bit labor intensive, but it's worth it. Okay. Of all these finger foods, Thanks, Preston, Joe. what is the one you're most likely to turn into a full blown meal? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Uh, to sit down and just have a plate full <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, right. well, I know one that I shouldn't, Steve. And and every time they show up at a party, especially like at a Super Bowl party or whatever, I just I eat all of them. Are deviled eggs, and I I can't <laughs> help myself. That's not a meal. <laughs> See that? It's like out of Cool Hand Luke. It's disgusting, <laughs> and uh, I freely admit it. I wouldn't want to be around wow. me at that party, but I can't stop eating deviled eggs. Nick, I ate um, an entire meal of <laughs> chips and sour cream and onion dip. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's all that I ate with the same ferociousness that I tear into a Thanksgiving meal. I, I, I remember that night, and I remember never feeling so inadequate. Yeah, so I could not stop. It's I get it. I put away a whole full bag of chips. I know outside of salmon, you're not a real big seafood guy, but uh, what do you think about a crab dip, Steve? Because I'm a I'm huge a fan. I'm a crab dip. Okay, uh, I, I, um, I don't. I would never eat crabs, you know, on their own. On their own. But a crab dip or, um, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. All right. All right, I'm going to go to Clinton for this interesting sounding recipe. Hey, Clinton, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, my God. Am I on the radio? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Clinton. It'll be, it'll be your regular Saturday night thing. What's up, bud? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I make this thing called crack chicken, right? So it's maybe three or four chicken breasts in the crock pot, a little bit of cream cheese, like a bar of cream cheese, a mixture of a ranch packet, let it simmer for about eight hours or so in the crock pot, shred it up. It could be a dip, it could be a sandwich, whatever the consumer wants to have it as. Huh. That sounds fantastic. I mean, all of these kind of have a certain thematic similarity in, in what what the ingredients are. Uh, to me, it seems like a Super Bowl of, of food of this nature, or, or you know, game, whatever you're eating during a, a game, anytime, it, it would be hard to screw it up. You know, like I'm saying, it's one of those things where you can kind of just throw it all in, throw it at the wall and oh, see yeah. it sticks. Yeah. If it's simple, yeah. it's going to be uh, harder to mess up and, right. and and more of a chance like everybody will like that. We were invited to a party, like a potluck uh, last year. And I'm like, you know what? A lot of people bring the same stuff to potluck. Right. I'm, I'm going to bring something different. Okay. Baked so I, Alaska. No, I oh. made up a batch of my fried rice. Really? Which is fantastic. Hmm. And I made a big, huge portion of it. How'd it go over? Hardly anybody ate it. No kidding. Like, I don't know how it went over because nobody wanted to try it. 
I'm is like, at least try it. Is anyone going to eat this? Yeah, it was chicken fried rice. It was excellent. Yeah, but like, that's not a finger food? That's the thing. Yeah. It was not, yeah, it, but it was life. a potluck. <sighs> and they said, and I wanted to bring something that I thought was really yummy. <laughs> and I right. didn't even want to try it. So here's my question. What makes the cut as far as non-finger food that res- that does require a utensil? Oh, man. What can you sell at a gathering like this? Uh, my guess is something. No, nah, are you talking about like, like mashed potatoes or, or macaroni like uh, salad? Yeah, macaroni, potato salad, mac and cheese, mac and cheese. Yeah, it, yeah. is that? Which I don't consider that a. Um, but maybe like a like a crock pot of mac and cheese, you know, like and so you you would use uh, in theory, uh, you probably <laughs> wouldn't use your hands for the mac and cheese. You'd use a fork. <laughs> What's all over your hands? Oh, you have utensils. Yeah, uh, but I, there's it, that. Anything that requires utensils, I, I think, is is facing an uphill battle. We'll go to Julie. Hi, Julie. Good morning. Hey, guys. All I did was get out of the shower. <laughs> ah, squeaky clean and ready for us. All right, Julie, <laughs> is this something you bring uh, to something like a Super Bowl party? Always hoagie dip. Hoagie um, dip. I want to right. game. It's got to be something cold. I don't want to be stuck in the kitchen. I don't want to miss the game. I don't want to miss the commercials. All right. And do you have, uh, do you have a recipe that, that's a go-to for you? I do, and Kathy would hate it because there's mayo in it. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, I'm out. I'm a mayo fan. You have mayo in it. <laughs> um, it's basically everything you would put on a hoagie, chop yeah. it up, mix it up with a little, little mayo, and believe it or not, pickle juice. Pickle juice, yes. Yes. Huh. Give it a little sting, a little tang in there. I love it. Yep. You remember that was all the rage in the NFL for a little while. Thanks, Julie. To increase their endurance. Uh, I do love a good hoagie dip. I, you know, you asked what you could sit down and eat a meal of. Of the hoagie dip? I could eat a hoagie dip and some pieces of bread. Not a sandwich. No. But bread to go with that. Or dipping. Uh, yeah, or, or to putting yeah. it on the bread. Scooping. And, you know, it's, yeah. It's yeah. never like, like a little bruschetta type of thing. Right. It's scooping and scooping. dipping. You right. never yeah. include the G. That's yeah. right. That's too formal. Uh, let's see. We will go to, hang on. Oh, is this Ra? Hey, Ra. Yeah. Hey. We haven't done a Ra in ages. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Good to hear from you, bud. Hey, let me tell you a hit. It's simple. Right. It's so simple. Tater tots, my friend. <laughs> okay. But this is what I do. I do batches, right? Because they're easy. You put them on the sheet, put them yeah. in the oven, boom, boom, boom. But then some have parm. Some have chives. Some oh. have smoked paprika. Some have cayenne. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like you a different dish every time you take it Dude, out. I love, right. I love tater tots. The whole tater and tot concept was a winner from the beginning. And you're saying you just add a little spice panache. And you and me- we add cheese to some. You see huh. what I'm saying? Different cheeses. Yeah. Sometimes you get the Mexican cheese. Sometimes you get the, the jalapeno, uh, uh, the jack, the, the, the pepper jack. It's a never-ending thing, man. How are, you apply- are you using like a hypodermic to apply the cheese to the tots, or how are you getting... No, you sprinkle, you get to shred it. You oh! Shred it, and then you throw there it in the go. oven for just a minute. Yeah. You know what? And here's and you know in the microwave. If you want to heat them up again, it's easy. Here's an interesting <laughs> thing that somebody gave me. Now this is more Thanksgiving related, but uh, you know green bean casserole, which is kind of a standard in a lot of Thanksgiving dinners. So I had seen mm-hmm. somebody layered the top of that with tater tots and put cheese on top of that. Cat, oh, Kathy, here. Would, would that would that put you over the finish line? <laughs> it might. All right, <laughs> All right Rock. Good to hear from you, man. Good to hear from you. All right, take care, bud. All right, Rock's awesome. All right, what else we have? Uh, Marissa. 
What's going on? Still working on that note I gave you, so okay. we won't worry about that. But Allison Bree and Dave Franco are ETA of nine o'clock. Okay, so, so we'll you get know what? On a few minutes after that, we are going to have to take a break here in yes. just a second uh, to make sure we're on time. What? Let's go a little bit longer because we're right. not going to be here until nine. All right, sounds good. Uh, let me see. This one sounds interesting. I will go to well, Gregory. Hi, Gregory. Good morning. Good morning. Go birds. How y'all go doing? Go birds. Yes. All right, buddy. So, what is it? What's your what's your go to? Nick, listen, I have something for you. It's deviled eggs, and the secret ingredient is gray coupon mustard. You have to have that, and at the end, dump a whole bunch of relish, put your paprika, your uh, black pepper. That's all you need, and they're the best. You would inhale them. Nick. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not calling in. Are you a poupon fan? Yes, I love a gray poupon. I'm not a big relish guy, but I like the addition of the gray poupon. I think that's a terrific idea. Thank you, Gregory. Yes. You can uh, roll yes. down the window in the back of your rolls and request it for yes. me. <laughs> Car next to you. A little dash, or or Nick, if, if you don't like the mustard mm-hmm. version of uh, of deviled eggs, mm-hmm. you can do a little mayo and just a little bit of horseradish. Yes. To give it a, just a tiny bit of kick. I like a kick. I've made tasty. it with just avocado. Skip the um, mayonnaise altogether and just do avocado and the egg yolk. That's interesting. So it's a little bit of a healthier. All thing. right. I like that because that gives it that creamy texture. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll go to Alex. Hey, Alex, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Morning. All right. What's going to be the go-to at the Super Bowl party? Ooh, any. This is any party, really. We do it with my family a lot. It's called onion bread. Okay. All right. So you take equal parts white onion, Parmesan cheese, and mayo. Okay. And you put it, you spread it on sliced Italian rolls. Yep. Or like Italian, like a long Italian roll, and then you put it in the toaster oven at like four twenty-five for like, like until the cheese starts to brown on top. I like that. Interesting. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. I, I can I can clear a whole plate by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just how's the whole thing? Uh, that's similar to Preston. Um, um, onion. Okay. We do the uh, the the, uh, the crackers. With some garlic powder on it, and I forget how else, but like cheese as well. You bake the cheese on it, mm-hmm. and I think you make something similar as well. Uh, yeah, there's uh, garlic cheese bread was something that uh, that they had back home as well, and it would be uh, provel cheese with uh, with That's garlic it. on a roll, and you you bake that, and it's just hello. Provel <laughs> is the cheese used on your favorite pizza. Yes, it is. Somebody was besmirching that earlier who texted in. Oh. Texted in. It was heathens. They called it uh, effed up cheese provel. <laughs> Wrong, sir. You have no idea. It's creamy. It's melty. It's gorgeous. See, what is your cracker of choice when making said dish? <sighs> I um well, <laughs> Ritz, Ritz are okay. Yeah. I, I believe what Andy Griffith said when uh, everything is better when it sits on a Ritz. But I would say um, that there there are now some snooty crackers that uh-huh. I do like, like a water cracker. water crackers. Yes, I have to say that <laughs> I like water crackers. Uh, so I, I will occasionally have my butler go <laughs> right and get those. I mean, you can get a sleeve of them for sixty nine cents. I, mean, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But they, I love when they create this pompous air around. I know. Oh, my God. oh my God. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> let's go to Jason. He has something called Man Dip. Uh, good so, morning, guys. Good morning, Jason. How you doing? Good. What's Man Dip? Um, yeah, I it, I found it in like this one of these cooking magazines, and I just clipped it out for the name, and I actually made it. The other week at a party, and it lasted maybe an hour. So it's super easy. Let me ask you, Jason: Do you serve it on the back on someone's back? No. <laughs> okay, man, dip. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, how do you make it? You just take um, just one pound of the Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage. Right. You cook that up with some onions in the skillet, and then you throw in one pack of the cream cheese and some cheddar cheese, melt it together, and then. 
throw in some Rotel tomatoes, mix it up, and just put it in a serving dish with okay. the Tostito chips. All right, now that sounds like a dip. Uh, yeah, like like a uh, like a hot baked you know dip that would go perfect at a, at a party. Like I haven't this. heard one of Thanks, these man. dips that doesn't sound yeah, workable. Good. You know. Uh, Nick, here's another take on deviled eggs. So they have like a hundred deviled eggs. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, they're, le- they're legion. Coming up here. Jeremy, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Now, what's up, man? We want to know your deviled egg recipe. So it's it's just a regular deviled egg, but you take the, the egg white, um, after you've boiled them and everything, separate the yolk from the egg, yep. take the egg white and put it in flour, egg, and then panko crumbs. You deep fry that part, and because panko browns up so quick, it's only in there 20, 30 seconds. It doesn't change the texture of the egg white. And then make your filling however you want it, spicy, sweet, pipe it in. And I prefer Dude. with a little, uh, I prefer with a little, uh, like, New Orleans spice in there. Oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> jalapeno over the top. Yeah, Kathy, look you, at Nick. He just what are you doing later, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Someone's someone's a little hunched over now, <laughs> dude. I've never heard of that before, Jeremy. That's a great idea. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. So, All right, so have a great day, guys. So you, you put too. it in panko, yeah. deep fry it for thirty seconds, and then you fill it. How can that not be great? That's what, fantastic. What technically is panko? Because I know that I love it. I just don't. know. What exactly is it? I don't know. It's a kind of bread. Yeah, you know, I think so. it's just like the. Crumbs of it, right? Of, of uh, yeah. I mean, it's panko, panko bread crumbs, yeah. but I don't know. I've never had panko angels in another way. Uh, this is a conversation for another time, and I've got to get approval. But uh, Nick, you have to let me tell the popcorn story. I never laughed so hard. All right. At some point, oh, but not today. Not today. No, no. We're, it'll, 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 oh. it's all about this tease. We'll I just tell it wanted to give time. it on the say okay. it on the air so that we can well, come back to it. I'm going to tell the Sibian story, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we have to take a break uh, because we have some guests coming up. But we thank you for your contribution uh, to, I'm sure, uh, several people in their Super Bowl parties. I just put up a uh, post on our Facebook page, Preston Steve Show Facebook page. Please go share yours uh, and look there for other people's. Excellent. Love it. And Love thanks it. again to Steve Riley and Mac Patterson for being here from Deeds and Watson, bringing the bird dogs in this morning. We're going to come back and we return. Allison Bree and Dave Franco will be here. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. I am Dorothy Dodson. My husband started Dodson Pest Control over 75 years ago. We are an American family-owned business, and that's how we treat our customers, like family. Visit DodsonBROS.com. And thank you for choosing Dodson. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guests have a movie that secretly became available on Amazon <laughs> last night. Those in the know watched it. Found that out, yes. Uh, they're promoting this film. They've both written it. One stars in, one directs. It is called Somebody I Used to Know. Please welcome Dave Franco and Allison Yeah. Blaine. To the show. I gotta, I gotta say, I, I could listen to you report on the weather all day. That was so impressive. Thank you. Thank you. She yeah. Tears right. Oh, sorry, not weather traffic. Sorry. Yeah. She does a great weather report too. Though. Sorry, sorry. I yeah. believe it. Well, I'm excited for your movie. I, I didn't, I didn't know that it was up there, but I did watch the trailer, and like, this is my type of movie. Well, it's our oh, kind of that. movie. We're, we're unabashed. Rom. It's a rom-com, but it's different. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, I would liken it to um, uh, my best friend's wedding sure. in a way, mm-hmm. but it takes it and tilts it. And I, I love that. I watched the movie last night. I really enjoyed it. And I love that notion of, um, like, the, the Thomas Wolfe, you can't go home again. But sometimes that's a good thing. 
Sure. And, and that, you know, that you should have evolved a bit. There's all sorts of things. There's a review that I saw that I thought nailed it. It's a, a very positive review. It says, amidst all of the scheming and comic relief, there is a smart and insightful character study about how people latch onto ideas and perceived ideals of the past. And that's kind of spot on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah love that review. Um, we definitely wanted to play with this, this idea of the one that got away, right? Yeah. And how often we kind of put so much on that person, uh, all the nostalgia uh, of joy and all this stuff. But maybe you're just thinking about a time in your life. Maybe that's the thing that you miss and not necessarily that person. Maybe it's the way that you actually were during mm-hmm. the time, you know, when you guys were together. And, yeah, we came up with the idea while we were in Dave's hometown taking a walk from his high school to his mom's house. Wow. Which, when we stay up there, uh, Dave... Which is where? What were you talking about? Washington? Palo Alto. No, oh, we oh. shot up in Washington. Right. We shot in mostly in Oregon, a little bit in Leavenworth, Washington. The film set in Leavenworth, which right. is just like a beautiful town. A Bavarian like uh, yes. little cl- yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But when we go to Dave's hometown in Palo Alto, we sleep in his childhood bedroom that still has like baseball <laughs> cards on the wall. My mom, my mom hasn't touched my room since trophy. I left, and so I have like you know a Vince Carter poster only hanging by one tack on the wall. I got my, all my sports trophies still there, and uh, for a long time I still had my twin bed in the room until Allison said, "We need a bigger <laughs> bed, or I'm not coming home with you." Anymore. We probably spent five years the two of us sleeping in a little twin bed every Christmas. We're small people. But it's still very uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I love the ideas of, of uh, you know, that kernel of thought, uh, uh, getting the idea go- rolling. Did one of you turn to the other and just go, we should write a movie about this? Did it happen that way? I think it maybe started just from our love of rom-coms. It started with the okay. genre where we wanted to kind of um, dive in that way. And this was at the very beginning of COVID lockdown. And so at that time, the movies that we were watching were more uplifting and optimistic it was all we could really stomach at the time and so we just turned to each other and said you know let's let's do our own version of that and try to put some positivity into the world there's an absolute place and that's the that's the what they that's what they provide to you. you they, they, like, I'm, I'm a sucker for Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. Amazing. I, you know, and what you do is you guys in the movie, and you both, you know, obviously wrote it and were able to bring your perspectives, being involved with each other, you know, married, and also, you know, the male-female, the dynamic, all of those things. But, um, you know, you, 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 you go deeper into... Um, into uh, sort of dismantling some of the tropes, you know? Sure. I mean, we were trying to channel the nostalgia of those great rom-coms from the 80s and 90s that we grew up watching. Those are definitely my comfort movies. You're When Harry Met Sally, yeah. Sleepless in Seattle, My Best Friend's Wedding, Pretty Woman. You mm-hmm. know, like all those ones that I go back to and watch again and again. Um, but we definitely wanted to update it with fresh characters, um, try to subvert the genre a little bit. And it's fun with rom-coms because people who love rom-coms are very familiar with all the rom-coms tropes. So you can kind of, we, we really try to lean into them, especially in the first half of the movie, and then surprise people. Yeah, it's like we, we use what we know and love about the genre to kind of lead the audience down a certain path where they might think like, oh, I know where this is going, and then really trying to pull the rug out from them every step of the way. So let me ask you, does the dynamic that you have just naturally, you know, in a married couple and, and writing and so on and so forth, um, as you were bringing up some of these subjects, did it make you um, explore your own relationship a little bit more? <laughs> I mean, I think it, probably the reason that we work well together is that we like each other and yeah. respect each other. And, you know, again, writing this during the pandemic, and some, some of this is in the plot and the themes that we're exploring in the movie, was this is this time where everyone was taking stock of their lives, right? Yeah. We were all trapped at home being like, 
do I like where I live? Do I like who I live with? Right. Um, and we're lucky to say that we do, and we did. Yeah. Yeah. So I we, concur. You I know, concur. Yeah. As I, like, have a death grip on his arm. Right, honey? Um, but it was like we wove that in, that idea of hitting a point in your life where you're no longer wondering what your life is going to be, but you're sort of like, this is what my life is. Yeah. And yeah. then you have to analyze if you like it or not. Uh, there's, uh, you know, obviously when you guys are going out and doing some press, there's uh, some scenes from the movie come up. One that keeps uh, uh, been a common refrain to some of the interviews you do uh, is there's a scene and we have this in common, Allison, I have been streaking on a golf course before. I mean, great news. I love to hear well, it. On a golf course. I did it as what, well. What was the context of your streaking? I was at a wedding. Mm. Great. A friend of mine's wedding. Another similarity. Yeah. Now, have I ever told this on no, I thought it was your joking. wedding. No, no, no. That was no. legit. Yeah. Me and my buddy Steve and my friend Chet. Seriously? Got, yes. Lisek? It yes. Mid ceremony? <laughs> no, 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 no. After reception dark. I maybe have done We're, that too in Arizona. So not the same, not quite the same as you in the film, but I but Were I the have. three of you going full Will Ferrell in old school being like we're all doing just the three guys. <laughs> Probably ended up that way. I was so hammered. It's just bits and pieces are coming back now. Everybody come out to the quad. <laughs> well, there's there's a fair amount. Of, well, there's nudity in it. It's, it's, I mean, there's, you know, and it's 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 an interesting thing. And, and uh, uh, there's there's also there's a lot of I, th- I find very sort of um, uh, it's not typical rom-com comedy. You, you, so you sure. play a character named Allie, who's a reality show a uh, food uh, dessert, dessert island. island. Yeah, and it's there's a hilarious scene where you're going through potential options. What was it? Um, what was the name of what pie hole? You're trying to come up with ideas of, of new shows. Pie hole, which was food you can f. Yeah, yeah, food oh. you can f. We realized after the fact that there might have been a missed opportunity uh, where we could add us. We could have begged Jason Biggs to uh, be the host of food yeah. you can f, where he yeah. puts his puts his member in different types of foods. Yeah, yeah. pies, pies. Yeah. Most commonly. Uh, so it has that edge to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But in, yeah. in, in regards to the nudity, I mean, we we love we love non-sexual nudity and just kind of yeah. normalizing it. And it was one of these things that, like, it, it came about because Allison was actually kind of a streaker in college. That's uh, right. I, I went to CalArts yeah. in, in California, and when I was there, the policy was that clothing was optional everywhere but the cafeteria. <laughs> so nudity was high. It wasn't like kids were going to class naked right. all the time, but nudity was encouraged and supported, and I had a lot of fun streaking and making my friends laugh and stuff like that, which is how it found its way into the movie. But the movie is really a celebration of self, right, at its core. And we're following my character who goes from being a bit uptight and sort of hanging on too tightly to her life, to who she thinks she should be. Mm -hmm. And we're following her journey getting back to her natural essence, her bare essentials, <laughs> if you will. So it just made sense as a great metaphor. And to me, streaking, there's just a lot of joy in it. Saying, so it's fun, man. So it was actually you streaking? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. okay. right. oh, with, with your with your co- with the, the co-star in the Casey streaks yes, as well. Yes. It was a bonding experience. It was her first time streaking and I'm yeah. an old veteran. I, I'm telling you, even even when the camera wasn't even on them, they were off camera. Allison was still fully <laughs> nude just to camera. give them like natural <laughs> things to react to. And I was like, babe, you can put your clothes on now. I'm a professional. I want to help my yeah. fellow actor. Let's see Brando do that. <laughs> well, Dave, I was going to ask you.
see if it was difficult to direct your wife in like a makeout scene or something like that. You know, a lot of people keep asking this, and I, I realize. So my first movie was a horror movie. This is a rom- romantic comedy, but like the one common ground is I keep pairing her romantically with these these handsome, charismatic men. Which yeah. I don't know what it says about us, but uh, it's one of these things where. I honestly, we don't really think about it too much. It's just... Also, also, even as you said that, you're like, yeah, you pair me with them, but we never have... We don't go full sex scene with any of the guys. Interesting. Even the kisses are not like full deep tongue makeouts. I'd be okay with that too. (laughs) Really? That's our next movie. The movie you mentioned, the horror movie, is is rental. I want to recommend that to people. It's a really good horror movie. That kind kind of put you on the radar, at least for me. Yeah. And and you're both obviously in that as well, but uh, on a directing level, uh, you have a great cast. So you have Julie Haggerty, you have Haley Joel Osment, mm-hmm. right. you have Danny, uh, uh, Danny from, from Community, who's great, and uh, Amy Sedaris, and, and a whole bunch of other people, faces that we know. Yeah. Um, so so when, when you're like a director, is your second movie, directing yeah. and writing, yeah. when you... Do you call in favors, or how, how, how does that, you know, these are friends of yours, obviously. Some of them, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've just learned over the years to that it's. It, I, I work best when I'm surrounded by my friends and family, the people who I trust the most. I just feel, it just puts me at ease, and it feels like I can I can take bigger swings and take risks knowing that there's no judgment. And yeah, so, you're being supported. Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, on top of that, we just went out to the people that we didn't know. These were these were all our first choices, and we just yeah. got lucky, and we we uh, we really become hands on in the casting process, where we just write a bunch of letters Heartfelt to people letters. who we're fans of. And, uh, we, and yeah. you know, we wrote the script. Obviously, we really believe in the material, and I think we've learned over our time in the industry. It never hurts to ask. Just ask. Oh, the worst yeah. is that someone says no; they're mm-hmm. not into it. Yeah. But also, some of the roles, like you mentioned, Danny Pudi, we wrote that role for Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny and I have stayed really close since Community, and. You can't fake that kind of history with someone. He sort of plays everyone's best friend in the movie. Uh, and it was so fun to be back on set together and just joke around back up to our old antics. And Dave would just let the camera roll. That's cool. And so a lot of that stuff that made it in, even some runners, like some comedic runners throughout the course of the movie were just us just joking and just fooling around. Oh, excellent. Danny's yeah. great. He's, he's really great on Mythic Quest as well. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'm a fan of both you guys, Dave and Allison. It's really Thanks, cool to man. have you here. Thank um, you. And Allison, I loved uh, the TV show Glow. I, think, I thought it was phenomenal. Thank you. I got to have dinner one time with Mark Marin. He's a fascinating guy. Oh, yeah. And it was, uh, but I'm curious as to what your experience was, was with Mark over the years. Oh, I adore Mark. I love Mark. I, and I just think I always will. He's my curmudgeon <laughs> You know, he's my guy. I don't know. I think uh, I got to really see Mark's gooey center, especially because on Glow, it was just like every day watching Mark surrounded by 15 women (laughs) in leotards and crazy 80s hairdos, and we never shut up. And Mark would try to, like, take his chair and put it in the other room. Like, everyone's chairs are all congregated together, and he would move us into the other room, and then we'd just find our way towards him, just dancing around him, just like, Mark, Mark. Mark, Mark. He, like, couldn't escape the female energy. And it was actually really sweet. It was, I think we brought out a good side of it. The hair and makeup on that show was spot on. I mean, the outfits, they they, they really dedicated themselves to making it look authentic. We had a great team. Our hair and makeup uh, gals, actually, I worked with them on Mad Men. So they are, like, the tip-top of period hair and makeup on TV, for sure. I have to ask you about this Leavenworth. uh, Mm. When I saw it pop up initially uh, uh, in the movie, I'm like, are they outside the prison? You know, where's this town? But this is like this, apparently this Bavarian 
Like, yeah. And it's yeah. like like all the, the architecture. Is yeah. it, How did you become familiar with this uh, with this town? <laughs> yeah, my, my friend, her family has a house there. And so I went to her sister's wedding there at one point. And I just remember thinking, what is this place? <laughs> and it just really stuck with me. And it felt like kind of the perfect place for the movie. Because you can imagine people growing up there and feeling like, oh, this town is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's a little isolating. It's small. And, and feeling like, I got to get out of here. I got to spread my wings. But also the type of place where you can imagine those same people grow up and look back and realize, like, oh, this place was so special. It's so yeah. unique and quirky and beautiful. So it's and like beautiful. a Hallmark Christmas movie town. Yeah. 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 But so, for real. For like, real. that reindeer farm is real and open year-round. Wow. <laughs> uh, the music, by the way, throughout the, the movie is really unique. I, I have Thank a feeling you. both you, you curated yes, a lot of that. Yes. So, so what, what goes into that process when you're, when you're picking the songs that are applying to these? Because these are lesser-known artists, but sure. it completely works in the movie. I think we wanted the music uh, to, to channel that same nostalgia where people, f- it feels familiar, but it's actually new. We're going right. to introduce mm-hmm. people to some new music. I mean, again, it was a lot of passionate letters, again, that we wrote to <laughs> yeah. some of our favorite artists, <laughs> yeah. sort of begging them to, to be able to put the songs in the movie. And, and from a really genuine place, you know, we have an Alabama Shakes song in the movie, and Alabama Shakes is like, you know, our song is an Alabama Shakes <laughs> mm-hmm. song, so it's like that has a really special romantic place for us. Yeah, I mean, the the kind of unifying thing between the whole soundtrack is we, we wanted these songs that felt timeless and classic, and um, whether they were new songs or older songs, and we, we got a really good combination where, yeah, we have some new artists, but we also got a Bob Dylan song, a Graham Nash song, yeah. and... Uh, I'm just I'm happy you pointed out because we we are really proud. No, of it, it, it really yeah, it really, really works for a lot of the music yeah. and also like some some throwbacks to just our adolescence. Third Eye Blind. <laughs> oh <you> yeah, <laughs> uh, that can get expensive. Uh, oh, putting yeah. in the songs yeah. you want. Yeah, Amazon oh, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to no, Amazon. We, we really <laughs> we really fought for it and they guys got some yeah. loot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they backed us up. They, they were great. They were great. That's excellent. Cool. Uh, Dave, I have to ask about your character Jack Wilder in uh, Now You See Me. Rumor is there's a third film that you'll be reprising that. Is that true? The rumors are true, baby. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you three me. Now you three me. <laughs> I, did I you retain it. any? Because I, I, we really enjoyed those movies. Oh, good, uh, good. Yeah, me and, too. And, and, uh, Jesse came by when they were doing the yes, best for that. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Here. Did you retain any of the, the chops you display in those movies? You know what? I haven't kept it up. I'm not I'm not the guy kind of throwing throwing cards at people all day. Yeah. But uh, I think it's like Every riding a bike. And yeah. if you Like if you give me a credit card, I could really do some damage in here right now. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, we'll do right. it. We'll do it once the once the, the mics are Slicing off. Slicing some bananas from across oh, yeah. the room. No, Uh-oh. truthfully, we can do it. Oh yeah. What yeah. comes right, your way? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me try to pop one of you these. You can pop balloons. a balloon. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see can what happens. Oh, that'll be good. All right. Radio here. We'll get, get an on audio. Get on the other there. side of me because right. I don't need Does anyone. Have you don't need to be sliced. Yes. Anyone have one of those kind of heavier cards? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try it. Like one of those platinum cards. Yeah. Allison, you can keep that though if you want. Oh, thanks so much. Let's see what happens. It would be an honor. <laughs> My Visa card. Now, he's a Niners fan, so he's going to pop one of our Eagles balloons, unfortunately. But here we go. Oh! oh all right. He nailed it. Wow. Right. Yeah. Oh! These balloons he's are good. impenetrable. They're well, pretty tough. Oh! oh! Wait, I hear it. Yeah. It's yeah. squeaking. Yeah. Oh! Yes! Oh! 
We have penetration. There we go. Well done, sir. Well done. He still got it. He still got it. Good wow. work, well, so let me ask, with this, and I think, obviously, it's it's being received well, critically, uh, very solidly. Uh, I Thank assume you. you have another project in the queue ready to work on, or is that... You know, we do have a couple things. We've been toying around with an idea that we're writing, and we might, uh, you know, there might be something else percolating and that we would work on together in a different capacity. I'm thinking of, like, Mike Nichols and uh, Elaine May. and the, the great, I love right? that. Yeah, very, wow. very flattering comparison. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be a nice uh, <laughs> legacy to carry forward. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the movie really rings as, as like authentic and real, and, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank and you, and thank I think, you. and thank as a fan of rom coms, it's it's uh, it's well worth. What, yeah. what are some of your favorites? Oh, all of the ones that were mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker. You know what I love? Blast from the Past, and it's mentioned in the movie. We I just mean, rewatched yeah. it recently. Blast from the Past. It's a great movie. Preston and I love that movie. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen this film. I'm sorry to interrupt. I haven't seen it yet, but from watching the trailer and so, there's a great movie that I love uh, called um, "This Is Where I Leave You." Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's it's all that going home. It's for a different reason. Someone dies in the family, <laughs> right? Uh, but I I, I kind of get that vibe, and I love that. You know what's good too is uh, it's complicated with. Uh, oh my yeah. god, I love yeah. it's complicated. <laughs> oh my gosh, there was a time years ago, honey. Do you remember where we went to a concert and we ate too many kind of? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, just like weed gummies. Oh, yeah, but they didn't. And they kick didn't in, kick in so. until we got back to the house. Oh. Out, we were like, these are duds. Let's eat a oh, couple eat more. more. The classic. Really yes. And then there. of course at like two in the morning, we were both like our bodies. Bodies were melting. We thought we were going to die. And I just looked at Davy and was like, we have to put on it. It's, it's complicated. It's the only thing that's going to get me through this. That's great. See, they, that's what they do. The comfort movie. Yes. Wait, what was the concert where you were you, uh, having the gummies? I think it was Edward Sharp. Right? Edward okay. Sharp okay. and Magnetic, Magnetic Zeroes. Yeah. Wow. Can give right. you a sense of the timing of when yes. this was. Well, I'm going to watch this this weekend, and we urge everyone to check it out. It's available on Amazon Prime. It started last night. You can watch it today, this weekend whenever, uh, and it is called Somebody I Used to Know, and uh, it's getting great reviews. Steve gives it a thumbs up. Absolutely. That's so a beautiful thing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Wonderful to meet you guys. Thanks for being Thanks here. This is really us. fun. Thank you, Excellent. guys. Dave Franco yeah. and Allison Bree gang on the Preston and Steve show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Michael Barkham's going to be joining us, and guess what? T.J. Miller just arrived. He's in the Acme green room or in the lounge. We'll be back right. in a moment. Stay with us. The strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Yes, Nick. Just real quick programming note. Uh, Barkan's going to be on the phone because his Zoom connection was not working. So ah, yeah. okay. All right, that's fine. Uh, we're working on getting that set up right now, and he's become our, well, he's become our good luck chart. Because every time we've had him on, we tend to get a victory. So uh, please welcome our good friend, Mr. Michael Barkan, hey! to the show this morning. Yo, Michael. What's up? 
<laughs> How are we feeling this morning, bud? You know, I'm feeling good, except for the voice. Because uh, I was telling Nick, I'm sure Nick told you, that Jaws, Ron Jaworski had his uh, cigar party last night. It's him, Mike Ditka, and um, what the heck, who's the other guy? Uh, the former linebacker for the Chicago Bears, whose name just went out of the Singletary? Uh, sorry? Dick Buckus. Yeah, Dick it was Dick Buckus. Well, you know, we can oh, tell, but you know, Michael, it's 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 uh, it's clear you celebrated last night because your voice is hoarse and gravelly, and it's never that way. <laughs> never, I, I know, never, Steve. It's, it's, it's funny because I, I told Nick, uh, if you want me, I said, Jaws is having his partay. I'm going to the partay. But uh, I had club soda all night, and that's the truth. Yes, of course. And then you, uh, at the end of the evening, you had your customary prayer circle and went back to the hotel. The prayer circle was was a beautiful thing. It was, it was on the street corner right over here. There were a couple of people, and it was it was wonderful. But in all seriousness, there are a lot of uh, uh, fine Bible-toting people on the on the street corners here in Phoenix. Yes. It's oh, unbelievable. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, uh, listen. We we just we mainly wanted to touch base. We're going to have to unfortunately keep this a, a tiny bit short. But uh, what? I know, <laughs> I know you're enraged. You're, you're known to be a bit of a hothead. Well, this is this is literally for good luck. Yes, that this is literally. We don't care what you say. <laughs> we have no interest in what's happening during the day for you. Nothing. This is simply a ritual like those Bible-carrying people in Phoenix right now. Flown back, I would have been in studio and then flown back here again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, oh, when, did you get, when did you get there, by the way, Michael? We got there uh, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Good afternoon. All right. And, uh, it, I mean, you've been to Phoenix, right? Yes. Yeah. It's just like uh, it's it's really spread out, man. It's really spread. Out. Yeah. And yeah. so it's 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 almost like there's a collection of buildings in the middle of the desert, and then there's some more a little little ways away, and there's some more <laughs> over there too, and then there's a stadium. So yeah, kind of well, cool. That's it out there in the in those in the in that area there you find what are referred to as improbable cities. There's just nothing desolate terrain, and then. High rises, and it's like that's that's how it works. But let me ask you: besides all the damage that you did to yourself last night, praying so hard, um, (laughs) the the um, what what uh, what's the vibe? I mean, we have to give your use your your expertise here. Is everything everything feels good on our end uh, from your professional perspective? How are we looking? I think we're looking pretty good, but it's uh, like anything else in life: the further away you are, the, the 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 less you really feel the magnitude of the event. So when you, when I was sitting there in Philadelphia before I came out here, it's like, oh, the Eagles are going to kick some ass, man. It's going to be a piece of cake. Are you kidding me? The Chiefs are like a they're like a paper tiger. <laughs> then you get closer, you get here, and then oh, oh wow, you know the, the Chiefs won the AFC. They're pretty good. They got the MVP uh, of the league, and and um, so I don't think it's going to be a walkover. If you go by. Um, by by week number seven, which of course they won't go by week number seven, they'll actually play. But the Chiefs played uh, the San Francisco 49ers as well, and and the Niners were in the midst of all their quarterback issues, and uh, the Chiefs beat the Niners 42-23. That was in week seven, 
And as we know, the Eagles beat them 38-7 to in the uh, NFC Championship game. So that's, the, you know, um, that's a, just a little comparison that really has, holds no water. So there you go. Let's move on. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Expert analysis. I don't even know why I, I brought it up. I like hungover Michael yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. <laughs> I am I am not hungover. I am only gravelly voice. Okay. Yes, that's All it. Right. No, if no, I, no. Believe me, if I if I was hungover, Nick would still be calling. <laughs> <laughs> now the bottom line is, and 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 everybody's saying is as that that this is should be an exciting game, no matter what, as long as everybody stays healthy in the game. Uh, we've got a real good matchup head to head here, and we're going to have a game. And sometimes you don't have a game right. when the Super Bowl comes along, you know. I think it's going to be a great game, Preston, and I think one of the one of the keys to this to this game is going to be the way the Eagles do or do not run the ball. And I would say the same for the Kansas City Chiefs. We know Andy Reid from his years here. You know, he says he's going to run the ball. Got to get back to doing that. Never quite runs the ball. And and Pat Mahomes has a has a great target, and all he really needs in Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey's brother. And I, I know Jason is a, is a frequent guest on, on the show. And Travis Kelsey is an ap- absolute beast. And um, remember Chip Kelly used to say, big people beat up little people? Yeah. Well, this guy is 6'5", 250, uh, runs like lightning, and he is very difficult to cover. So that's one matchup I think that the, that the Eagles have to certainly not stop because they're not going to stop Travis Kelsey, and especially not coming off the arm of the, uh, of the two-time now reigning MVP, but they they got to be able to control him a little bit, and and they have to be able to the Eagles have to be able to run the ball a little bit, I think, to to uh, offset what they're going to do in the passing game. And I think when when you look at Kenny Gainwell, here's the guy we think about Miles Sanders all the time running the ball, um, and and Kenny Gainwell has 26 carries in the last two playoff games. So he has come to the forefront. He might have more carries than Miles Sanders. We just don't know. But if there's any kind of a secret weapon or someone who's going to offset what Sanders can do, and Sanders is great, um, it could be Kenny Gainwell, who gains well. Uh, and then you got, you know, then you got Jay, Jalen Hurts. And, and um, really what the issue is, with his shoulder, whether he's he's uh, close to 100. percent I'm hearing he is closer to 100 percent than than not. But you know, uh, a lot of that could just be posturing. They want to win the damn game, so yeah. we'll, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Right. But um, I, I I think that I think that the Eagles are going to do well. I haven't worked out a score yet. I think that I think this game um, can be a really high scoring game, or if that Eagles defense um, leaves its calling card, maybe not. And each Super Bowl, you think you know what's going to happen, yeah. and then you just don't. <laughs> and then you don't. And you find out you don't. Yeah, that's yeah. okay though. You find out you don't. All right. By the way, did you see, did you see my sunrise photos? Oh yeah, he, he just texted them over. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post them. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, you text them over. Sure, we'll post them. <laughs> we'll post them. I'm gonna post a video that you sent me last night, too, Michael, where you said you're not coming on the show today. You... <laughs> you were By doing... the way, have you have you seen uh, Casey or Jackie or, or Gargano, any of those guys yet? Uh, I, I saw They're there. guy in, a, in an Eagles jersey walking down the street. Uh, I don't know with a, with a green cap. <laughs> yeah, that, that has to be Casey. Yeah, one, one of the odds Casey. or any other Eagles <laughs> right. No, I didn't. But right. I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. They made it. Yep. And uh, my my favorite video of Casey's was 
was when he, he was bending down to the Schuylkill River to get the water to go in the bottle. Yep, he did it. He had it blessed by a priest. It was blessed, yeah. He's been spreading it. We've been stopping at different Philadelphias across the country on the way, but they, they made, they're they there now. We're going to check in with them uh, before the show's up. Wait, how many Philadelphias are there besides, what, Philadelphia, Mississippi? They're apparently like 11 or 12. We hit Illinois, Missouri, and New Mexico, and apparently there's somewhere in the neighborhood of a dozen of them in the country. Wow, and they're all Eagles fans in those towns. Of course they are. You would assume by just, yeah, the nature. Which is great. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so um, I think it's going to be very exciting. The stadium is absolutely awesome. It's the the, uh, third time it's hosting a Super Bowl, which is cool. And um, I think it's going to be an absolute zoo with a a big (laughs) Eagles victory. We're going to have a parade. What are you going to do for the parade, by the way? Will you be on the route? Oh, for sure. If it if it if yeah. and when the the, the plan whenever the plans come together, that's when we'll figure out exactly what we're doing. But we were there five years ago. We plan on being there again. We only expect where to be invited you, on the five years ago. We uh, were. What was the name of that apartment uh, complex? Park Town Place, right there on the Parkway. Those two buildings that are. Yeah, so we were actually out on. Uh, we had a balcony out over the parade route. It was awesome. Awesome. Oh, that's phenomenal. What a yeah. great idea. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to be oh, up high yeah. where we could see the whole. You know, once it got into. Uh, that uh, um, uh, Ben Franklin Parkway yes. area that we could see the whole thing. We did. Fantastic. Great. I'm thinking this time maybe reverse the route. Start at the art museum and end at the stadium. That could work. Just a thought. Yeah. Well, well, you, right. have, you have a lot of pull in this city. You was sorry? You have a lot of pull in this city. Make it happen. Yeah, you're in that prayer oh, yeah, group I, with I, the I mayor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Mayor Kenny. Uh, yeah. First the parking ticket. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mayor Kenny, Barkhand's on the phone. Oh Tell God. him I'm not here. All right, listen, Michael, we got we got a wrap, but uh, NBC Sports, what, uh, what, what should we watch with uh, coverage leading up? Uh, Preston, thank you. We got Burr's Huddle, and that's coming up tonight at 6 p.m., and that goes till 6.30. And then Mission 57, Eagles Fly, which is our special series as the Eagles go to the Super Bowl championship, that is airing at 10, uh, 10.30 after the Sixers coverage. And that all originates from Phoenix, Arizona, where the sun is rising right now. Thank Beautiful. you. And thank you be, for you being know. up before the sun came up. <laughs> oh, for you all. Oh, um, anything. Now, Psycho Celsius and get back to bed. <laughs> all right. He's out. Thank you, Michael. We love you, bud. Thank you. All right, we'll see you. Michael Marquand. NBC Sports Philadelphia in Phoenix going back to sleep as we speak. Uh, We are stoked because we had a last-minute addition to our lineup today. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. I give you Alka-Seltzer. He's going to be a punchline uh, tonight. Please welcome T.J. Miller. What's up, man? I'm so excited, you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm at the Punchline this weekend. Both early shows are sold out. Uh, Only late show tickets. All right, tonight and tomorrow? Yeah, tonight, two shows. Tomorrow, two shows. Get there, guys. You're going to see my... Dave Franco's here. I actually did a movie with Allison Brie called Search Party, um, which no one's seen. No, yeah. Like, not even Allison or me. So we're excited <laughs> to see it. Um, yeah, but it's it's really fun. And then, you know, Dave Franco did his... Uh, his uh, Now You See Me trick with the uh, credit card. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about me is, I don't need a credit card. Oh. Oh, oh my God. He's headed over to the balloons. 
and he oh! puts over his hands. I didn't even see that happen. Hey, listen. That just happened. Yeah, that's right. You can see some magic like that where I hand pop balloons. You're like the punchline. You're like the honest Houdini. I am. This is how I did it. I like that. Yeah. Honest Houdini. I want to say, I have to say this because I was in an Uber going back to the hotel. But I got a call that you guys would be interested in me coming on and popping balloons. <laughs> and, uh, and my Uber driver, Jeffrey, who loves swimming and is a full-time sales rep for Sleep Number in the KOP uh, uh, mall oh, in Russia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which he said to me, listen, he loves Steve. Oh. And he said, you have great taste in interns, and he thinks you're just such a cool guy, such oh. a good dude. Wow. And so I wanted to shout him out. I think That's he's awesome. Very nice. right now, waiting in the parking lot, because he and I are friends now. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was so fun. And he, he said, which one's the bald one? <laughs> I said, that's Steve. And he said, hey, okay, I like that guy. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's yeah, right. So that was so good. And guys, I love the how are number. you? We're doing yeah. great. Wonderful. We were just saying, I was just watching you the other night, at Deadpool 2, and I said to my wife, I swear to God, talk about this synergy of life. I said, he is a legitimate, she asked, what, what's he like? So he's legitimately funny yeah. at his core. And yep. that's and the secret to marriage, lying. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to give him a line of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I started as a stand-up comic. And so, I, you know, I so enjoy films. I'm working on another Christmas movie. I was in Office Christmas Party. Which was, was so fun. Yeah. So a complete fun. carnage. That movie is messed up. I mean, that movie it, is messed it's up. almost sociopathic. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I don't know. I go that far, but there's a lot of cocaine. And, uh, <laughs> and more cocaine than eggnog, I think. <laughs> which is what every Philadelphia Christmas is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm working on another Christmas movie. I'm excited about that. But, um... <clears throat> More importantly, I, I started as a stand-up comic and an improviser, and so it's f- so fun to be back. And the Philly crowds are great. I was actually surprised that uh, I'm, I'm selling so well. But then I then I thought about it. I go, well, Philadelphia is not going to stop partying until the game. It's, <laughs> right. not like, it's not like anybody yeah. in Philly is like, you know, I really got to rest up for something. <laughs> and so I'm so, so excited. And uh, my buddy who's opening for me, C.J. Sullivan, who's got a great gambling podcast. You can catch him on um, Instagram at C.J. Sullivan was taken. Um, but so he's helped me with all the prop bets. But I'm actually, uh, my family on my father's side, they're all from S.E.K., so Southeast Kansas. Okay. Okay. And I've, I've made a lot of money off of the Chiefs and their past Super Bowl wins. But, you know, I came here. We're not doing that. My father, uh, he called me and said, so where, where's your money? I said, Father, respectfully. I know you're from Kansas City. Okay. Southeast Kansas. Um, but, yeah, I'm in Philadelphia, so you can go yourself. Okay? <laughs> and uh, and then he hung up. He had, he, he hung well, up you used an expletive on him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I had to. And I, as you can see, I do my own uh, censoring. You did your own censoring. Yeah. That was bizarre. Well, I'm sitting here looking your radio, at... so listen, mother. Is this is <laughs> what has to happen. Uh, his then, mouth, wait, let uh, me point this. His mouth is continuing to say the words, but yeah, you exactly out on right. Occasionally, I get it wrong, and I bleep out the mother. <laughs> and I haven't been invited to back to uh, quite a few radio stations. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful! Um, but yeah, I'm so excited, and it's you know Philly. It's like you guys are. It's like Jeffrey said, you guys are really. Uh, serious as a heart attack about your sports and it's been five years and what I was saying was you know people are talking about oh well the Chiefs and you know 
their defense and Philly's going to run it up in the beginning of the game. And I think there is something about it's been five years and Philadelphia, the Eagles know how important this is to the city. Mm. And so does Philadelphia, New Mexico. <laughs> That's a big one for them. I'm surprised you didn't go to uh, Philadelphia, Brazil, which is a very dangerous city. We were they, so they concerned. Their, they don't we, take their sports as serious as a heart attack. They just have heart attacks. They just have heart attacks. I'll tell you what. So they went to Philadelphia, New Mexico. Every The other Philadelphias at least had a structure, a sign, yeah, something. Right. This literally was just desert. It was, a, it was Nothing. A, one security camera yeah. in, in a desert. And you knew in somewhere same, was a meth lab. <laughs> when I mentioned New Mexico, Kathy looked at me and was like, No, but yeah, well, I mean, what else are you going to do besides make math down there? Uh, And so, you know, I think that it's going to be a lot about that. It's like the team. And I think, you know, you can talk strategy all day and the past, but it is just about this game. The whole season took us to this moment, to Sunday. And I think that it's going to be really about that. And I think it always is. And the Chiefs, when they won their first one in so long that I put a lot of money on because a uh, a felon (laughs) who uh, owned the comedy club in Kansas City, who was a Coke dealer, who's also a Coke head, because you can't. Can't be one without the other. This right? is a Christmas story. Yeah, this is a Christmas story. <laughs> he he died. He was a huge Chiefs fan. He died right before they made the Super Bowl, and so I really went for it. And I, you know, and I'm I'm so pleased about that. But they needed it and wanted it and got it then. And this is what's going to happen for the Eagles. Oh, I Sunday. like your thinking. I like that. I like you're thinking. raising your hand. Yeah, well, let, me, so- let me call you. Uh, Kathy, did you have anything to say? <laughs> no? Okay, go ahead. All right, uh, so I'm glad you brought up cocaine and office uh, Christmas party because I, I think that that movie, uh, it kind of slid under the radar. I watched it again this holiday season. Uh, it is bizarre, and a lot of really funny people show up in that movie. And then, out of nowhere, Jimmy Butler's in it. Uh, and yeah. he used to play for the Sixers for a little bit. I think he was on the Bulls at the time. He was on the Bulls, yeah. Yeah, so um, I had no idea that that was coming the first time I saw it. Uh, did you get to spend any time with Jimmy Butler? I did. It was so bizarre. You know, you give a kid that age $105 million, <laughs> and yeah. uh, they're hard to talk to. <laughs> but listen, he's a nice guy. It's just, you know, this guy's got an entourage. And I'm friends with Mark Wahlberg, and he's obviously the original entourage guy. Yeah. But Jimmy Butler, you know, they got an entourage and the, the, the power, I mean, now we're really talking about it, um, but the sort of power dynamic is really off. And those guys, that's that, that was their ticket. That's, you know. Yeah. It's everything. And, and it's their job, too. And it's their job to kind of let him berate them or tease them or joke with them or whatever. They kind of have to do it. But he was a really nice guy and very, um, uh, very down-to-earth for someone in that position. But, yeah, it's a strange thing. And I think what's always interesting to me is that, um, you know, sports guys, they kind of want to be... He was really excited to be acting and be in that thing. Um, just like they say comedians, a lot of comedians want to be, be rock stars. Yes, and vice versa. And I find that a lot of rock stars want to be, I mean, John Mayer's trying to do sets at the Comedy <laughs> Cellar and everybody's like, whoa, John Mayer. Two minutes in and they're like, whoa, John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I never wanted to be a rock star. I definitely didn't want to be a, uh, a basketball player, but I kind of want to be a football player. Not on the field, but if I love. wouldn't it be fun to be on the bench with the Eagles? That's like the only time when you're not on the field at all. But if you're in the Super Bowl, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're on the bench. Well, how are those seats? Well, you could be like, like a walk-on, like the Vince McPath- Like you talk about Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Invincible is the story. Of, of right, the, exactly. So that you're the next chapter. I can't wait <laughs> to do cocaine with Nick on the bench during the Super Bowl. That'd be great. It's going to be so Sunday? great. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. All right. TJ, All right, I have a question. This is a perfect segue because you mentioned about comedians wanting to be rock stars. And uh, so from a movie of yours, um, uh, she's out of my league. Yes. So your your character, Stainer, plays in a band called the Adult Education. It's a tribute band All to notes. All Notes, Philly right. band, Philly group. And at one point, you you end the song, and I just this cracks me up every time. And you throw your arms out and and do this kind of. Are you are you doing a Jim Morrison thing there? Because that's what I thought when I saw it. I it's thought you were kinda, being it's Jim got Morrison. that. Well, I think you know that character just is so out of touch. <laughs> With how lame he can be. Right. But yet he's such a good friend. There yeah. it is. Yeah. And yeah, it's a Jim Morrison thing because we were joking about how with the hair, with everything, I kind of looked like him at that point. Okay. Right. And I think he was trying to do that. I mean, that's an example, you're absolutely right, of a guy who's like, if I could be a rock star, I would be such a hit. I would <laughs> yes. be so successful. Yeah. And we all know that guy who's like, dude, you know what? I was going to go, I was going to be huge, but I hurt my pinky. <laughs> Just, I couldn't yeah. make it happen on the guitar, uh-huh. and that—that that is absolutely what Stainer is for sure. Okay. But yeah, and I'm—I I'm, don't know. I think being a rock star seems like a lot. Being a stand-up comic so great because all you need is your mouth, just you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just you going up and doing it. And I was doing—I have a well, I have a special right now on YouTube called Dear Jonah, and it is amazing. Dear Jonah it is so wonderful. Dear Jonah on YouTube right now. And the reason I say that, it's so funny to say um, that your special is, and I say that, it is incredible. And the reason is because I went to film uh, all of my material that I was doing during the pandemic. Because I, um, I don't know if you know this, but the pandemic did not happen in Florida. Oh, okay. And it was so strange that it kind of skipped Florida as a state. And Tennessee didn't really hear about it. Right. Uh, But Florida didn't even go there. And so I spent a lot of time during the pandemic performing in Florida. And um, I built up this kind of pandemic set. I was going to go. I was going to do the the special because, you know, now it's like it was going to be a little bit less relevant. And I went to, I actually filmed it in Tennessee, went to Nashville, filmed the special, and the second show on Friday, which is always the worst special, or the worst uh, of all the shows, um, the audience was amazing. Yeah. And as soon as I get out there, I go, this is it. This is the audience. This is the special. And then some guy (laughs) in the front row starts heckling me. Oh, no. And so, and it was a weird kind of heckling. Okay. It was sort of supportive. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, so drunk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then I do another bit. And you go, oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I've, I've had that experience. <laughs> type thing. Oh, and so God. I'm sitting there going, what is going on with this? And, um, and so I said, just ignore him. Just ignore him. And then I couldn't. He wouldn't stop talking. He's like a, a comedy notary public. Like, he's validating your... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wax seal on every single joke. <laughs> and so I finally said, all right, I got to deal with this guy. So I turned to him, and I kind of asked him about his cargo pants. <laughs> and immediately, it's clear. 
He is not a drunk heckler. He's not drunk at all. He is uh, special needs. Oh my God! Development, whatever. Oh, right. And I called. Okay. Uh, you know, I I said, uh, and then my neuropsychologist, because I have a neuropsychologist, because I had a brain injury and brain surgery in 2010. They took out a golf ball sized piece of my frontal lobe. We'll talk about. We that we we talked. We talked. We had actually talked. We about have it on talked the show. about that. Yes. And so with the neuropsychologist, she goes to me. She goes, we don't call them that anymore. We call them intellectually deficient. Right. And I said, what? That seems worse. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, That's yeah. like you're not slow. You've stopped. Yeah, yeah. But so this kid was uh, special needs, right? And he was in the front row, and he was a huge fan. And he had come because he had seen me before in the back. And I think a lot of comedians would have ignored him or said, we got to get him out of here because we're doing a special. But because I'm me, and I started as an improviser, and every show you see me in is going to be different. Right. I always, I interact with the crowd. I talk about what happened during the day. Last night, I talked about going on South Street, and on a Thursday, it was a very sad experience <laughs> with empty condom stores and bring-your-own-cheesesteak hookah lounges. It was a different type of experience yeah. for me. And and, um, and so I kind of incorporated him in the show. I talked about it. I said, you know, he gave this long um, explanation of why he wears cargo pants, but he doesn't keep anything in the pockets, but he just likes the way they feel. And I said to the audience, I turned to them, I go, I want you guys to know that I am not going to make fun of him at all. Yeah. And the crowd went crazy because they were like, oh, this and then he interrupted again. So I, uh, I incorporated him and slowly he became a part of the show and then the best part of the show. And then he was getting the biggest laugh and his name is Jonah. So the special is called Dear Jonah because it ends up being kind of a love letter to him because I was able to lift him up and sort of make him the star of the show. And what was so great is his high school counselor uh, messaged me and said, I saw the show, uh, I saw your special, it was so funny, and it brought tears to my eyes, and I just think he's just going to love it so, so much. And it was great, because what it showed was, I set out to do my sort of pandemic special, Yeah, yeah. and what it showed is that's not what I'm about. I'm an improviser, every show is different, I'm interacting, but I'm also a kind guy I mean, and i love this guy and yeah and he so he and yeah yeah here's a you guys got it up on the screen that's jonah and it kind of everything that i was going to do with the audience i did with him and it was so so wonderful ah. and so you got to check out the special and uh that's and i sell man. yeah and i sell peanut butter and hot sauce also <laughs> that's right <laughs> so how, how much of your your intended stand-up went out the window that night you know a fair amount of it and yeah. i kind of did most of what i wanted to do but like i'm saying so quickly i realized like it's not about me anymore it's yeah. not about this material that i prepared it was about Jonah, and that was so, so fun. And then now I have another has special. He, has, he, has he seen it to this point? Is, I, I assume so, but another important thing for me, and my wife Kate and I talked about it, was that it was the show. I mean, that's yeah. what the special is about, and it was the show, and so it isn't about, you know, hey, Jonah, what do you think? Let's do the... It's it the the show is for him and the special is for him and so I know we'll cross paths down the road. That's but, amazing. Uh, I think he's gonna love it. Well, yeah. it's also a good reminder to um, when you encounter somebody like that that might be a little bit different to take a pause and just wait for a second and not uh, jump on them. You know, we had um, Adam McKay on the show the other day and Adam yeah, McKay has so an essential. He's great, but he has an essential uh, 
about uh, Tremor, which makes his speaking pattern just a little bit different and a little bit off. And people were texting and saying, you know, what's wrong with this guy or whatever? And then I, I, I replied to them and said, well, he has this thing. And their immediate response every single time to a, to a, to a T was, well, don't I feel like an a-hole? Right. right. And I think getting out in front of not feeling like an a-hole in the first place by just... You mean at all? Yes, exactly. Yes. What I mean. yeah. yes. Or uh, I mean, skirting around, let's call it what it is. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. You know? And your experience with Jonah was uh, better. And then the, the special was made what it is because you took a pause and were kind and approached him in a, in a way that was uh, respectful. And I thought the other thing was interesting is somebody said, well, you're not going to put him in the special, are you? And I said, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Because the idea is that if, if it was anybody else, well, yeah, they're going to be in the special. And so that was another thing was like not kind of treating that any differently. And I had, I actually was at the Mohegan Sun where I won quite a bit of money in crabs. Can you guys tell that I gamble? <laughs> um, it's actually not a clue. that Norm McDonald and I were close because of that. Um, well, Punchline is right across the street from the casino, so you're good to go. Yeah, no, that's a problem. No, <laughs> actually, you know what? We're not going to the casino because I everything is about the Eagles this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Everything right. is about them. I you're... took the money line. I don't want any of this spread stuff. Let's watch them kill. Okay. And, um, and so I, I, I was at the, the Mohegan Sun, which is the casino in upstate New York, and I had a couple come up to me. They'd just seen my show. And they said, TJ, TJ, we don't want to bother you, but we just want to tell you we loved your special. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And they said, our daughter is special needs. It's the same kind of deal. And uh, we just, we love it so much. And we, we're going to show it to her. And she's just the star of our neighborhood. And every time she goes to the grocery store. And um, his wife actually said, you know, my husband is, is really kind of shy. And our daughter has kind of brought him out of his shell. Mm. That's and I wild. thought that was so amazing. And so we talked about that. And they said, they go, you know what? It's not enough of a part of the conversation. And and we're talking about everybody else, and we should be, and all of these sort of groups that deserve more attention. But they just loved that I sort of focused in on that and that I was able to sort of do it um, in a way that was respectful and kind. But I was still joking with him, yeah. and he was still joking with me. And he got in the end of the special is so funny because I go, have you seen my HBO special? And he goes, you know, I, I kind of made it through about 20 minutes. <laughs> And it was just perfect. Yeah. It was so yeah. funny that he yeah. was like, kind of like, yeah, I didn't care for that. I, I preferred this show, and and so and it was just, and it was one of my favorite things that has ever happened because this special, again, dear Jonah on YouTube, check it out and please comment because a lot of the comments too have been so great to hear people say, "Wow, I never seen anything where I was laughing," and at the end, I just felt better. Well, you know, felt it, great. It, it's funny what you're saying because Amy Schumer's husband is on the spectrum. Yeah, for sure. And and so she she talks about the um, a sort of wonderful candor. You know, she'll ask the question that most husbands would demure from answering. How do I look? How does this look? And he'll give her the flat flat out answer. And that dynamic she just finds so hilarious. And yeah. I don't have that excuse in my marriage because <laughs> I just straight up am like, I don't care for that outfit at all. <laughs> But I, no, 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 it's it's that candor. And actually, this is what uh, those parents, that couple, said to me 
was that honesty is so wonderful, and she just doesn't have any sense. She's not insecure. She's not self-conscious. Right. And she's not thinking about what other people think of her. She's just thinking about how she can make people's day. And to hear that, and to hear that from a couple that you would think, oh, my God, that's a challenge. I don't even know how I would surmount that obstacle. And they really were telling me how much she has enriched their life mm. and they said that they really saw that in Dear Jonah and I just thought that was great so it's one of the most rewarding coolest things I've ever done how long has it been out? it came out in September okay it's past a half a million uh, views and I just think what's cool about it is that it's I've done a lot of films a lot of television a lot of stand up HBO special Comedy Central special and this is my favorite thing that I've done wow. I have another special coming out um, in the spring and it's called the Philosophy Circus and it's a lot of my uh, circus arts of juggling terrible ventriloquism uh, all that kind <laughs> well, of so stuff so that's how you can bleep yourself you're a ventriloquist as well yeah I yeah. watch this I'll do Nick ready where can I buy cocaine that's uncanny that's uncanny. You didn't even see my mouth move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like Charlie I saw McCarthy. your nostrils flare. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, and I'm excited about that. And that shows a whole different, you know, thing that's going on with me. And I'm shooting a special in San Diego in about three weeks. Oh, my gosh. I feel like that guy was on right before this. And, uh... And I'm excited about that, too. That's much more personal. It's about me. It's about the time that I accidentally did heroin and then the time I accidentally did oh. cocaine. <laughs> Nick. And, um, and I'm so excited about those two specials because I'm really, really doing well, stand-up right now. But Dear Jonah is just unlike anything else. We're going to look for that. And that's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Everything's going to be on YouTube. Now. Yes. Everything's yes. on YouTube. What's the meaning of The Gentle Giant? As a the, the tour name. So uh, the next special is called The Gentle Giant, and that's about how I have this kind of personality and this persona that is so huge, and people have such large opinions about it. But you'll see that sort of gentle nature in Dear Jonah. And this special is also a lot about, you know, the brain surgery and all that kind of stuff. Because I think it's kind of time to have a special where I talk um, a little bit more about me. Yeah. And then in, in after the special... After the gentle giant, I'm going to go back to what I do, which is improvising and riffing. It's great. And so, you know, you see me, a lot of people say this, they'll come up to me after a show and they'll be like, was all of that, like, riff? Was <laughs> yeah. any of that material? And I go, no. Because for me, live entertainment is about that. It's if you paid and you took your time, you got the Uber, you got the babysitter, you decided that this was going to be your Friday night, that I want it to be just for you. Yeah, that's I great. I want the show to be just for you, just for that audience, just that night, because they can see me on, you know, on on the screen whenever they want, all right. the time. And so that's so important to me, and not enough people do that. And uh, the I call them the New York uh, white guy mafia, <laughs> but uh, Ari Shafir, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, those guys were on Joe Rogan. They're all on mushrooms, so I don't blame them for this. <laughs> but they're all, and they said, you know, TJ is the best at riffing. It may be in the world, and I don't agree with that. Uh, but I, <laughs> it's nice to hear. Though. It's nice to hear, but it really is what I do, yeah. and so I want to come back to that. And a lot of the clips that I've got online sort of show that, and there's going to be a lot more of that. But that's what I want. I want people to come and say, "Look, I love his jokes. I love all that stuff." But I want to come and see a show 
that I know is just for me. Well, it's all so. made up on, yeah. the, on the spot. No, you're still doing a lot of empty condom store jokes this, <laughs> this weekend this in tour. Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and you're right. People are just genuinely enthused and excited to get out and just be a part of something. So yeah. I think you're going to have, uh, you know, uh, good shows. Yeah, over it's been at great Line. so far. Absolutely, Thursday yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I had a middle-aged gay couple that said that they follow me around the country. Wow. And I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking over to see what's going on. <laughs> No, it's been great. And Philly crowds are always so fun. And you're right. There is an electricity, of course, in the city this weekend. Yeah. And I'm so excited. I'm actually going to watch the show at the Fillmore. And the Punchline is also having, they're right across the street from each other. It's in Fishtown. Yeah. Which I said to Jeffrey, I go, "Um, it's, it's really on the come up. He goes, no. It is on the come up. And it was really the same thing that I said, but he gave it more emphasis, and somehow that was cooler. Um, but so we're going to film more. We're going to do it there. I'm going to be bouncing back and forth between the punchline. But we decided, we said, if we're going to do this, we got to be around, because C.J. Sullivan's uh, uh, buddies, you know, he's going to watch at his house. And we said, we need to be around Philadelphia people, we need to be in the crowd, we need to do it, and then we need to go to Broad Street and possibly get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to hang out for it? I'm greasing the poles, buddy. Yeah, dude, yes. Or, you know what I do sometimes? <laughs> when they grease the poles, I wipe them off. <laughs> Is that what you do? Yeah. Very I, got, I want people to climb up those things. Oh, yeah. You are you're a loose cannon. <laughs> I'm a beast. Yeah. By the way, TJ's uh, show. I am on the come up. <laughs> You're on the come, come up. up. Yeah, the come up. Uh, only the late night uh, shows that's are it. there. Tickets remaining. So that's tonight at ten o'clock and tomorrow night at ten o'clock. And go to punchlinephilly.com. Has been one of the awesome parts of the week that you showed up here today. I love man. it. Awesome. And I, I got to give a shout out to Allison Bree because I did do uh, the film search party with her, and she's so good. So yeah. you, everyone should really check out that film. I'm going to watch it tonight, probably. I'll be intoxicated, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can still I'll turn still it off. see the electric chemistry yeah. between them. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, come and see me live, uh-huh. and uh, I am going to plug my peanut butter in my hot sauce. Do it. Nice. What are they called? My peanut butter is TPB&J Peanut Butter. Okay. Okay. It's available on Amazon. We've got dark chocolate coconut. Ooh. Cherry chocolate, which is real dried cherries, honey roasted peanuts, and milk chocolate. And then my favorite, Toffee Crispy. Well, like Which coffee. is toffee, milk, chocolate, and rice krispies. Mm. It's the best peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah, it's so good. You eat wow. it right out of the jar. Okay. And then I have a line of hot sauce you can get. That'll be on Amazon soon, but it's on my website, tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. <laughs> All right. Oh, good. I got kind of That's a good. nice like look that. from I Kathy. Like yeah. You always worry that she's going to look over and go, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, don't bring up New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It certainly will not. And, uh, but yeah, check those out and uh, and check out Dear Jonah, as, yeah, you know, as I talked about. And again, Guys, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. It's so nice. You know, I I just, I love being on the radio where it's fun and it's moving and it's great because I so often <laughs> am on the radio uh, in Philadelphia, New Mexico. And those guys, it's all dead air. I mean, those mother... <laughs> they know nothing. Thank you. We love you. TJ Miller, We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we had a last-minute addition to the show. That was T.J. Miller, uh, which kind of pushed things back a little bit. We didn't get a chance to get to the Bizarre Files, so you know what? We'll do that now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Files. And then we'll also get to Trash and Music News right after this. But it's brought to you today, thank you, Nick, uh, by Manhattan Bagel. Place your order today for a sandwich tray from Manhattan Bagel. Sure to satisfy even the hungriest fans on game day. Big game sandwich trays from ManhattanBagel.com. You gather, they cater, Manhattan Bagel. Yeah! The TikToker who accused a University of Idaho professor of being involved in the murders of four college students has blown off a defamation lawsuit over her claims. Oh, uh, so she was upset she was falsely accused. Uh, yeah, well, uh, no, yeah, so she is suing this person right. who it's, said, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. According to the court documents, TikTok star Ashley Guillard, uh, who has the username Ashley Solves Mysteries, has failed to respond to <laughs> Professor Rebecca Schofield's lawsuit. Oh, is she one of these mystery podcasters? Uh, she does, uh, she's like a tarot card reader, uh-huh. and she solves murders through her soothsaying. Asterix, not accurately. Yeah, and uh, and so she had said that this professor yeah. was involved in the whole thing and pointed the blame at her mm-hmm. and she said the professor had been involved in a relationship with one of the murdered students. Uh, the statements made about this, according to uh, Schofield's attorney, said the, sta- stu- the statements made about Professor Schofield are false, plain and simple. <laughs> uh, what's even worse is these are untrue statements, and they create safety issues for the professor and her family. She should sue the manufacturer of the tarot cards. Uh, in response to the lawsuit, the TikTok star said, I am not stopping and question why the professor needed three lawyers to fight the case if she's so innocent. Uh-huh. This was before they actually found the actual killer. And now uh, I think this TikToker doesn't know quite what so to do. So declaring your innocence is a true sign of someone who's guilty. There you go. That's it, according to her, apparently. Uh, let's see. This is a cute story. A lost dog found her way back to her family thanks to a surprising intelligent trick. Uh, in January, a rescue dog named Bailey, who had recently been adopted from uh, Texas Animal Rescue League of El Paso, went missing from her new home. Bailey's pet's parent uh, con- contacted the Animal Rescue League uh, to inform the shelter th- about the dog's disappearance. To help find the canine, the shelter posted about Bailey on social media. Everybody started looking for him, and it didn't take too long for the rescuers' followers uh, started reporting sightings of Bailey, but it turned out the shelter wouldn't need them. On January 31st, Bailey, the dog, surprised the Animal Rescue League by coming to them. The dog showed up at the shelter and rang the doorbell. Wow. Looking for help at 1.15 in the morning. Yeah, I converted some Bitcoin and I hired an Uber driver to take me over here. Uh, Bailey made her way back and yeah. rang the, the doorbell. I've got all the information you need here. Uh, staff rushed in wallet. to the shelter <laughs> and put Bailey uh, back in her home for the time being. Yeah, it could have been a disaster, but uh, you know, I tried to think my way through it. It's unclear how Bailey spent her time away from oh, home. Oh, licking my ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we know. <laughs> but she's now back and settling in with her forever family after Aww. her detour. And then we'll just do one more story. We're keeping it uh, kind of short. Let's end with this. A Texas woman shared her shoe shopping struggle online, and it went viral, even catching the attention of a Chicago boutique. And now for the first time, the Houston woman has a pair of high heels. First time ever. 
and they're uh, breaking records thanks to the custom shoe shop in Westtown. Uh, Tanya Herbert is her name. She holds the Guinness World Record for the world's largest feet on a living oh female. And they're gigantic. A title she earned last year. Herbert is six foot nine and wears a size women's 18 Ooh. shoe. Wow. And she said, uh, most women can't go to the store and find a pair of shoes to go with any outfit that's, and that's never been my experience. I would always wear men's shoes. Kathy, she uses uh, sleep number mattresses as tampons. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Lord. I mean, she's just huge. So I mean, she posted a video, and it went viral about trying to find some shoes, some some attractive shoes anyway. Yes. And then a woman named Annie uh, Mopot, uh, Moopt, who is a co-founder of a place called Mohop. It's the name of the store. So Mopop's a... Mohopped. Oh, okay. Is the co-founder of Mohop. Uh, okay. So I think it's a, play, right. it's a play on her own name. Now I got it. Uh, and she said, we've been working for a long time in a variety of sizes and really trying to create larger and larger shoes, but we never made a size 18, so I was like, let's give it a try. She made her some wedges, and they worked out all right, and eventually was able to make high heels for this woman. It can be ungodly expensive to get oh, custom-made shoes. Yes. Yes. By the way, Herbert now comes in at seven foot one when she wears her four inch wow. heels. So yeah. I saw an interview with her, and she is as pleasant and as sweet as can be. Ah, that's but, cool. You know, but she's she's big. Yep. Four inches is a high heel. Like uh, that's a that's really high. Yeah, yeah. So she's going for it. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to do today's lesson question, Nick. I'm going to lean on you to ask the question. Which, by the way, we're going to give away. A pair of tickets to see comedian uh, Steve Trevino tonight, by the way, at Keswick Theater. Uh, so, Nick, what's the question we're asking today? Our video producer, Kyle McCarty, was dressed up as Swant earlier this morning. Uh, how is Swant related to Swoop? Ah, 215-263-WMMR. I myself don't remember. 215-263-WMMR. I said WMMR. Remember. Remember. Dear God. They know remember. All right. If you remember, remember, call now. We'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning it is brought to you by... Brooklyn Bowl. Miller Lite presents Bird Bowl 2023 at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia with VIP bowling experiences, food and drink specials, and more. Head to brooklynbowl.com to make your big game plans now. What's going on, Steve? Well, a new biography suggesting that King Charles never leaves the palace without four specific items. Those items are a slice of ginger root, whippets, saran wrap, and a tank of pure oxygen. Riddler's... Nearly two years after her split from polygamist Co- uh, Cody Brown, sister wife's star Christine Brown is revealing why she decided to leave. Christine says, try as she might, she couldn't shake the feeling he was sleeping with other women. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, many fans were shocked by Thandie Newton's abrupt departure from Magic Mike's last dance one week into filming. Director Steven Soderbergh says the simple truth is he let Thandy go after realizing he couldn't say her name without lisping through the sentence after it. Uh-huh. Hey! That's your Hollywood trash. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the question. Nick, could you pose that one more time? Yes, uh, our video producer Kyle was dressed up as the mascot Swunt earlier this morning. How is Swunt related to Swoop? All right, we will go to Keith and see if we can get that answer. Hi, uh, Keith, good morning. Good morning, how's uh, it going? Wonderful. All right, so how is Swunt related to Swoop? Oh, that would be his cousin. Yes, his degenerate cousin. (laughs) Hang on, Keith. You got yourself tickets for the show tonight. It is uh, Steve Trevino, who's performing at uh, Keswick Theater, and uh, it's in Glenside, PA, and tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. All right, now we get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 
free testicles. All righty. Uh, it's brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. If you're ring shopping this Valentine's Day, visit Family and Company Jewelers on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. Online at FamilyJewelers.com. South Jersey's Diamond Destination. Well, this is fun, and he's done it before. Actually, he's done this down the shore. Red Hot Chili Pepper Stormer Chad Smith recently sat in in a pub band uh. to play ACDC covers for 17 people. Uh, during a night out at the Cherry Bar in Melbourne, Australia. So that's when you legitimately love what you do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There was a band there. They recognized him. Maybe they asked him to play. Maybe not. When we did the Camp Out for Hunger and uh, we had uh, Mike Portnoy there, um, you know, we did the interview and everything and we got done. And the next thing I know, he's, I turn around and he's playing with Shorty Long and the Jersey <laughs> Horns. And I think it's just he likes to play drums. Yeah. And I think yeah. the same thing with Chad. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play. So it was an open mic night at the pub, and Smith played the drums while the house band of AC Dan and Josh May (laughs) led covers of ACDC's If You Want Blood and Up to My Neck in You. So that was cool that he did that. Killswitch Engage are making progress on their ninth studio album. Uh, The band's vocalist, Jesse Leach, wrote via via Instagram, uh, When I make a record and I get so lost in it, it can drag me down and truly hold me prisoner. I've got the songs to show for it, and I'm proud of my work so far. I uh, said new Killswitch Engage album is almost uh, demoed out and ready to be reworked and considered. Uh, then on to rewriting and deciding what the ideas and concepts are before we actually begin to attempt to record. And then finally, I wanted to point this out today. Really cool. 45 years ago today that Van Halen released their self-titled debut album. Wow, 45 Uh, years. The collection, which hit uh, number 19 on Billboard 200, peaked at number four on the magazine's top rock albums chart and redefined the direction of hard rock for the 1980s. The set, which was produced by Ted Templeman, uh, best known for his work with the Doobie Brothers at that time, spawned such instant radio staples as Running With The Devil, Ain't Talking About Love, Jamie's crying and the band's killer Jeez. reinvention of the kinks. You really got me. And, you know, that was the first time anybody heard Eruption. And yes. you're like, wow, what is this? I remember upgrading my stereo simply to play Eruption. Insane. Um, it was also, by the way, on a side note, person, it was the, I think it was the anniversary of the release of The Warriors yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like a, a milestone, yes. Wow. Not that it's music news, but there is a great Joe Walsh song at the end of The Warriors. Yeah, in the city. Yep. Great. Excellent. All right, and that is the last bit of information in music news for you. We have another break to take. I think we're going to be able to check in with Casey and company one more time before they are finished, completely done, uh, and then they fly back today. On their noble mission. Oh, it's been amazing. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's that clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
wrapping up the program for the day. Not before we do. A few more things. Uh, we are going to give away our Word of the Week prize, so we'll have the letter of the day coming up in just a moment or two. But I think we have to do one last check-in with Casey and company. The wrap-up. They're infinity. Yeah, this is going to be the end of it all. Because the caravan, the, the drive, the mission, all of it accomplished, finished, done, and everything, every single item has been marked off the list. Over how many miles? I don't know. Told. I don't know. Does this say on your Apple yeah, uh, let me tag give, thingy? Let me give a quick check. I'll tell you what. It's uh, gone flawlessly, and yeah. I there's yeah. always we always screw up something. Yeah, it it went uh, uh, better than I had anticipated. Uh, and now let's get Casey is looks way different uh, this morning. He sure does. As we're looking good. on Zoom, yeah, he looks uh, very feminine and very uh, blonde this morning. Hi, Casey. How you doing? I'm good, Casey. You know, <laughs> as Casey, I want to tell you that I've been. Oh my gosh, here's what's happening. Just just so everyone knows, Casey, Kyle, Cuz. Jackie all walked in here, okay? I didn't even recognize them. And look at this. The national media is, like, obsessed with Jackie. What's up, Jackie? Uh, by the way, this is... It's, it's Jen, Jen Frederick, Frederick from Fox 29, who just... Oh, we, sorry. It's Jen Frederick. And yeah. there's Case. Oh, hi, guys. There he is. Hi, Case. In a Nacho Libre mask. And I thought I was going to have to call, you know, Philadelphia PD to get you out of here. Yeah. I literally didn't know who he was. And then I was like, oh, those are my people. No wonder they have on a Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have been a little bit of a spectacle here at Radio Row. There's like a lot of people sitting around being like professional and stuff, like doing the radio shows. Jackie's posing nonstop. Jackie never uh, stopped uh, strutting. No. He was strutting in the middle of uh, New Mexico yeah. on a deserted road, yeah. and he's struggling in this convention. It looks like a convention center you're in. Yeah. So here's the deal. Like, I'm kind of, like, in my glory here. There's a lot of names and faces that you, uh, Press and Steve, might not be aware of, but, like, I totally am aware of. Like, so that right there is uh, Tom Palisandro from the NFL Network. I'm like, I totally love that guy. I saw Peter Schlater earlier. I met and shook hands with Nate Burleson, used to be a wide receiver in the NFL. I threw a football to Adam Thielen, uh, who played for the Minnesota Vikings. He catches the ball, and he goes, oh, man, an Eagles ball. So, oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, I overheard Adam Thielen saying during an interview that he thinks the Eagles have the better roster and that they're going to win, but he's rooting for the Chiefs. And I think he's still butthurt about that NFC Championship game back in 2018. But, <laughs> like, this is pretty wild. Like, it's it's not like – we want to give you guys a uh, – you know, like a view of yeah, yeah. It looks kind of like it, it almost looks like an office cubicle farm, uh, but a little bit more spread out than that. But everybody got their own little desk, and there's some separated, uh, you know, uh, right uh, things that are uh, partitions that are separating them. But uh, yeah, it, it looks interesting. And Casey, I think it we, is. Learned, we learned this the other day that um, where you guys are now, it's fairly separate, fairly far from the stadium, which I actually I was surprised by. You guys are in back in Phoenix, right? In the stadiums in Glendale. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and they were probably about a half hour apart from each other. So hang on a second. I'm just standing here. Yeah. I feel like, dude, is that, I think Justin Jefferson's over there who just won the offensive, like, player of the year. Give him a hug. Oh, no. I'm, there's a gate. I wanted to throw him a pass. So in the middle here are all these radio things. And then you go to the outskirts and it's all, like, TV stations. Right. I'm so sorry to go. So the radio so. stuff is, is sort of kept in the <laughs> middle. Alive. You're in the shot. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. You just ended up yeah. on someone's yeah. broadcast. <laughs> so so uh, just walk over and go, just say, 
Are you guys on the air? Yeah. So, yeah. what are you guys talking about? Are you guys, cards? Are you guys playing cards? Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then boot there. So, there's Boomer Esiason's over there. Uh, I know. But I know. I know. Go, go um, flip the table over. Uh, and then also, then there's this guy. Like, so, here's the deal. We, we're coming in with all sorts of, like, positive vibes yeah. and love. And then some clown from some D- Dallas radio station. I gave him a bag of hers and he freaking punted it. I'm like, you a-hole. Uh, well, they're, they're in Dallas. Um, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, and then some other guy, he's uh, he's trying to throw shade at uh, me and Bam Bam and Kyle, like saying that, the oh, well, it was a pajama party. I'm like, dude, can you just have a little fun and stuff in a tool bag? You well, know? that's like, a, that's a radio thing, you know. You go you, a lot of times. You go to other markets, and we we all, you know, that, that whole kind of hey, what well, these guys coming in with their footballs and their bags of chips? We can't have that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those guys are there every <laughs> year, probably. Like this is your first time. I, this is I'm in awe watching this because this is like backstage at the Grammys or the Academy Awards. Is they have these big Except media with, areas with far less talent. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that Bajabi uh, Amila? What's yeah, that? So we've well, we know him. Studio before. Yeah, that's him. Hey. Hey. You've been in that studio before. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So he's about to do another radio show. So I should really hop on. Oh, and then here we go. Have some class. Here we go. And then this is John Kincaid. Hey. Hey. What's up? Midnight Green Philly Goat. <laughs> I love it. How was your show today, man? It was fantastic. Uh, Casey uh, joined us for like 30 seconds. So it really helped our numbers. <laughs> anytime we even mention your show, it really does give us a good bump. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate your support. Hey, hey John, we're, we're, really, we're really happy for you out there and everything. And, and Cuz has been great throughout the week. And I know you yeah. guys have been checking in as well. And it's amazing, too, because you guys cut into Cuz's show prep. Which I think is usually around seven minutes. Yeah. You know, he thinks of his morning rant over his morning cup of coffee, and then he takes like nine hundred calls of people doing Eagles chants. So really, a lot of fun, <laughs> amazing. But Casey matches his energy, which is really incredible because the brains of the operation of Preston and Steve. I mean, you took for you to loan him out to us for the week and have this collaborative effort was truly incredible. I, I think it was selfless. Yeah. You did your Beasley best. This <laughs> we did our Beasley best. But did you do your digital content? No, uh, no, that's, that's no. You know what? I, they did it. John, I, I still, I still leave my laptop open at cafes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How oh, dare yeah. you? <laughs> All right. Well, I that just, was cool. John Kincaid. Absolutely awesome, though. Oh, big one. Thanks, Thanks buddy. I Appreciate want you guys it. to know we did plenty of digital content. I'll cut. Everyone's covered. <laughs> WMMR right now has photos and videos of all of the stuff that's been going oh, yeah. on all week. And, it's and I really thank, incredible. You know, Kyle, for cutting together those awesome uh, day uh, videos of, of each day, kind of uh, cutting recap. it down to one thing. And yeah, recap. Thank you. That's a word I can't come up with. <laughs> well, it's been but a long They've week. been phenomenal on our social uh, accounts. Yes. Uh, what were you going to say, Steve? No, no, he's just pointing at uh, 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 Anthony's doing a show, and he's he showed his little setup there. So, okay. right. uh, I think there there is like so many highlights of the week. Like each day had something, yeah. you know, something in special. itself. Yeah, something special. So, like, go yep. back and look at those videos if you you know you missed any of it because it really was a cool week. Would you? Say, I mean, honestly, for all uh, there was, as you said, so many great moments. 
this morning with the planting of the ashes, and and it was just such an emotional, wonderful thing. Really, the impetus for uh, so much of this is people feel that they're, they're, uh, there's a little piece of them out there, you know, and, and it was... It was very emotional. Today, yeah. Today was very emotional. Um, and yesterday, because they're okay, my favorite part was when they had to drive down that dirt road. Oh, yeah. To get, and, like, yeah. how dark it was and how they were genuinely nervous, And except for Jackie, who was running across the street. <laughs> we're watching them through the, 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 the dash cam through the windshield, and I swear to God, I'm like, that's a real legit, that's a chupacabra. A chupacabra just ran across the street. Yeah. Yep, excellent. It was it was fantastic. So, Case, what time um, what time are you guys flying out today? Uh, flight home is around five thirty. So we uh, we have some things that we need to do. Like Cuz is going to do his show, and while he does that, like we have to clean out the car and you know get a you know get all all of our ducks in rest. We, hey, we do have a little bit of did, busy work to do today. Did you find somebody to take your camper shell from Quadratech. No. Oh, my I God. Give it to the dealership. I, Somebody at Subaru yes, will take yeah, it yeah. home. I know. Somebody will take it, or yeah. maybe I'll offer it to go, because I'm going to FedEx. I'll Maybe I'll offer it to the FedEx workers. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no, we didn't. You know what? Yeah. See if you can ship it back overnight and use it to put your uh, your buffalo dip in for the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, for the That's party. That's a lot. Yeah. Hey, I want to show you guys something that I, that I did a little while ago. Okay. Uh, I want to show you this so I can flip the camera around. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> nice. What did you do? You put hers on uh, a, a, a bag of hers chips next to a uh, a chief's helmet. Whose whose area is that? Uh, I don't know, but it was just a gift that I wanted to leave for some people. Okay. It's a, um, a screeching the turd ball. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Screeching the turd. Case, I don't know if you heard, but a uh, chief's fan made their way over to the Rocky statue and put a jersey on the statue. He's a fish fan. I think he lives in Philly. He's like a I 76ers fan and a Chiefs fan, and he put it on, even though everybody said it's bad juju. So everything you guys did was right, and they did it wrong. You were so. the complete opposite. You guys were spreading sunshine and love. And um, ashes. The, what's that? And ashes. And ashes. And ashes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been, like, a, a great experience. And uh, thank you guys again, <laughs> like I did back in September, for allowing me to do this. Like, driving across the country, and, man, I did... A lot of driving. Yeah, I did, did all, but I think eight hours of the driving. I think wow. Jackie drove eight hours, uh, like two four hour shifts. But I love it. Like uh, you know, like I I loved every second of it. And, Do you not uh, trust so, Jackie's driving? No, he doesn't. No, no, well, no he scares me. I can't. Me, but Kyle like, drive a little bit. He's running all the technology in the back. Oh, yeah. Kyle Does he have to run every minute? Also, well, it's yeah, over but I also went tired. That was the thing. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have driven if I was uh, groggy or you know tired or put us in any sort of danger. So no, I was, no, I was okay. Yeah, and Jackie took you from Ohio to New Mexico in eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen. That's not too far off. Case, we're going to wrap. Uh, you guys did an amazing job. You did everything you were supposed to do. Uh, you did it without incident, and it was a lot of fun uh, to listen to all week long. And I know you're going to be beat, but uh, when you get home, uh, we'll be happy. We'll, we we want you back in Philly. We want you back in Philly. <laughs> we want you back here. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, go birds, guys. Go yeah. birds. All right, let's hear it. Join the road again. Casey and company. Casey's going, John the road it's again. Wild. They absolutely did it. How about that, man? Yeah, so, so uh, Pierre, we're going to talk about the videos being chopped together. Kyle's working on, on all that videos. So he had a, a setup 
on the back of the passenger seat was a, uh, a desk and the whole thing. Yeah, oh, like so a little it, editing bay. Yeah, yep. it was routed wow. right all of that. So that's why wow. it looks like a mesh of wires in the car. Right, right. They have to dismantle all that now to return it to the uh, dealer. Well, so he was, he was doing... working while driving, while, yeah, okay. while they were driving, yeah. And he was doing work for the the rest of the company. Like, he was yes. doing the, the Preston and Steve show work, but he had other stuff to do, too. Which yeah. one said, which one, who said about the posting, uh... Oh, that was John Kincaid from down the hall. That was hysterical. Yeah, doing, doing our Beasley best for the week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good line. Nice. All right, uh, why don't you do your Beasley best? Every day I do. Give us the letter of the day. <laughs> when I wake up, I say BB, baby. BB, but All that's the, way. the letter. Here's the next one. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in, don't be full of S. Okay. All right. All right. Let's... Or Sam. Or, yeah, something like or that. Or Cher. Super Bowl. Or... Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. Caller 4 at 215-263-WMMR. You'll get to answer the question, hopefully, when the prize or not answer the question. Give us a word. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Uh, real quick, uh, can I do a couple of thank yous? I yes. didn't get a chance to do that. I want to thank, uh, first of all, from Casey's Big Game Adventure, our sponsors. Thank you to Subaru. Thank yes. you to Marriott. Thank you to Hearst. Thank you to Duncan. Uh, also, thank you to Deason Watson coming by this morning and dropping off uh, the bird dogs. Very cool. Uh, thank you to Newman University, by the way. Uh, we had mentioned all the that uh, Kyle has been doing on the road when well, we needed somebody here to fill in, and uh, it's Julianne yeah. Shalmo. Hello. And this is Julianne right here who's <laughs> popping in to say hi. Hi. All right, so Julianne, you're a student at uh, Newman University? I am, yes. What year are you in? I'm a senior. I'm graduating this May. Oh, congratulations. I thought you were a seasoned pro because, it, it, yeah, seriously. She yeah. completely turnkey, knew exactly, yeah. <laughs> was doing all of our connections with Zoom, running everything there. Yeah. Like I thought, oh, cl- clearly this is faculty. Yeah, I, well, thought, yeah. I thought you worked at the school. This was, <laughs> no. Thank you for being here this week. It was fantastic. And this isn't the first time you're working with us. You were at Camp Out, correct? Yes, and yeah. I was also at Christmas Miracle. Ah, oh, so yes. we, in the in the back, we, we they never allow us to go back there. So. <laughs> but Julianne handled uh, all of the uh, the switching that took yeah. place on our YouTube stream and all of the Zoom hookups we did for the interview. So was it uh, too, too much for you? No. No problem. <laughs> it's a breeze. Excellent. Yeah. Very nice. Well, we really appreciate it. It made this week that much more, uh, well, there was stress, but stress reduced. So mm. awesome. Well, glad I was able to help. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's hear it for Julianne. Yeah. Uh, Pierre, let me see. Well, you know what? We'll get it. We'll, we'll find out what's going on with you after we get our winner because they're on the line. And it's caller number four. This is Ed. Hey, Ed. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Ed, do you know the word of the week? Birds. Home run. Yeah. Birds. Birds is correct. Sure. And we're going to give you, uh, listen to this, a two-night weekend stay in a cabin at Lackawanna State Park, courtesy of Knock at the Cabin from M. Night Shyamalan. All right, buddy? Wow, great. Thank you. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hang on. We'll get your information, and you can save your family or save humanity, uh, and you can make the choice. U- Universal Pictures proudly presents a new thriller from M. Night Shyamalan, Knock at the Cabin, rated R, now in theaters. And you can visit a Lackawanna State Park. For hiking, picnicking, swimming, and fishing, just ten miles north of Sacra- uh almost said Sacramento. <laughs> wow, West Coast. Enjoy the drive. <laughs> Scranton. Yeah. All right. Ten miles north of Scranton. Anchorage's favorite vacation spot. And easily accessible for I eighty one. You have to drive to Sacramento. <laughs> 
But you're getting two days. <laughs> it's the capital of California. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. my God. It's almost over, Press. You're almost there. That's where Schwarzenegger yeah, used to get his coffee. Exactly. <laughs> All right, congratulations to you, Ed. What's up on the show today, Pierre? Uh, we have more Wise $50 gift cards to give away, and we've got a block of Def Leppard at noon and a conversation with Rick Allen, their amazing drummer. You've yeah. had him on the program before. He's great. Uh, he, the Motley Crue Def Leppard show is tonight and tomorrow. By the way... Bam Bam gets back late tonight, probably won't go to bed, and we'll drive to Atlantic City tomorrow to host the show wow. uh, at the Hard Rock. Uh, but uh, there's a great display of uh, Rick Allen's um, artwork at the Wentworth Gallery, which is, uh, there's one in King of Prussia, but there's also one inside the Hard Rock. And so uh, Rick is going to talk to us about some of his art that's, uh, that he's done since he was on with you guys. Uh, amazing guy, uh, their drummer, and an amazing story he has. So we'll do a block of Def Leppard, a block of Lincoln Park. Uh, Mike Shinoda's birthday is tomorrow, and I believe we have a new song that was unreleased. Um, yeah, called uh, Lost. Yeah, uh, uh, we we actually yeah you, we heard it this morning. It's did really you play the whole thing. We did. Oh, you it's did. Okay. really really good. Okay. Like, I don't know how they never released it in the first place. It's uh, fantastic. Okay, so yeah. we will play that in that block. And then I thought we would conclude with a nice long block of uh, Super Bowl bands from years past, although oh. it te- has tended to lean more pop or hip-hop or, you know, different directions like Rihanna this year. But um, bands ranging from Aerosmith to U2 to The Who, uh, Paul Tom McCartney, Petty. Rolling Stones, Prince, yeah. Paul McCartney, Bruce... Uh, Coldplay, I think, was the last kind of rockish band that played there in 2016. So um, we'll do a whole bunch of live music from those different bands uh, as a giant conclusion. Love it. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And I need to thank our sponsors. Thank you so much uh, to Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, also brought to you by uh, Duncan. The President of Steve Show runs on Duncan. And by Trinity Rehab, locations all over and now opening King of Prussia, Trinity Dash rehab.com. And uh, thank you again, Kathy, to Balloons by Victoria. Yeah, she yes. did our Eagles loons in the studio. They're awesome. Uh, it's balloonsbyvictoria.com. Uh, yes, and next week we'll have uh, Nate Brigate joining us. Uh, Mark Summers is going to be on the program. Oh, yeah. uh, he's got a podcast, yeah, which is really cool. Mark Marin, yeah. He's going to be on with uh, the WTF podcast with him uh, Yeah, on Monday. Uh, and maybe a live broadcast somewhere in the city of Philadelphia. Let's see. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Go birds. Have a great weekend. And we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month and discover what it truly means to drive a truck that's built to serve. Ram 3500 with an available legendary Cummins engine. Ram TRX, the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. And Ram 1500, ranked number one in driver appeal among large light-duty pickups in 2022. That's three years in a row by J.D. Power. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.